0: Hailing frequencies are open. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Clear Skies, our Star Trek Adventures live play with the Streampunks. Uh, tonight's a very big episode, so we're going to try to keep the announcements somewhat short so we can jump right into everything that's going on. Sam's laughing because that's very unlikely because it's us, and that's an appropriate reaction to have. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and start with some of the bigger announcements. Um, I'll go ahead and get some of the Streampunk stuff out of the way. Uh, a lot of you folks have been asking about the original logo and if we can get that up on the store. The answer is yes, that's coming. Uh, it was supposed to have happened already. There's been some setbacks, so I apologize for that. Uh, you can look forward to that this week, I promise. <laughs> the The original logo will be going up on the store. It's the cool like spray-painted uh, logo who, fun fact, just like with the Callisto 6 logo, Talison Jaffe gave us some inspiration and, and helped us come up with it. So thank you. And Thomas Maroni. Our brilliant, brilliant Thomas Moroney was the gentleman who actually crafted that logo and came up with the final version in all of his brilliance. So uh, we'll be looking forward to sharing that with y'all. The other big news, Star Jam is the next short run campaign that we're going to be playing here on the StreamPunks. It will begin on November 1st, which is a Monday. So uh, not this coming month, but the month after. Uh, So Monday, November 1st will be our first game of Star Jam. Uh, It'll be airing here on Q times in the same time slots as uh, Clear Skies has been airing. Uh, I am go ahead and I'm very pleased to announce that uh, we have a lot of returning faces. We've got uh, Sam DeLev is coming back to play Celestine, the crystal hatchling dragon, uh, AKA murder kitten of the party. Um, And then we have, of course, Bonnie, who I think Bonnie is playing.
1: I'm pretty sure I'll be back as my gnome
0: thief. Gnome Thief. Uh we-
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, then we have uh, uh, G- Gina... De- is it DeVivo? Is it DeVivo? I always get this. DeVivo! Exciting. Gina DeVivo! Uh, we'll have Gina joining us for some D&D in space. We also, of course, have one Aki who uh, is gonna be joining us again for another round as probably, I'm guessing, gonna be our, our Helm's person again, who basically took control and got everybody from A to B in the last game. Um,
2: look I'm, at me, yeah. look at me. I'm the captain now.
0: <laughs> it's It was only a matter of time. I got demoted um, so fast. I'm also very excited to announce that Adriana from the Gax Pack will be joining us for this uh, short run adventure. So. Uh, it'll be rad to have Adriana come play with us. It'll be her first time gaming with the Stream Punks, and we're really excited to have her. So that'll be happening on the 20th. Oh, sorry. No. that's I'm getting all my dates scrambled. 20th was originally going to be the end date for Clear Skies. It is not anymore, obviously. It'll be happening on the 1st. The 1st of uh, November, you will uh, be able to start watching uh, Spe- a Star Jam, the Spelljammer campaign. Good God. We are in for it. If this is going to be me tonight, we are in for it. <laughs> Um, all right, those are the only announcements I had. Did anybody else have any announcements we wanted to jump into? I'm uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Bards.
1: Oh, did we do it? Who wants to do, go first?
0: Fight to the death. you first. Okay. Well,
1: I'm just because I was sitting on my announcement for so long. I'm just going to mm-hmm. announce it again. October 28th. Y'all should all go to Paramount Plus and stream Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, it's going to be wonderful and fabulous, and you might hear my voice. So do well. that.
0: Bonnie was like, I don't need clear skies, I've got real Star Trek now. No, that's
1: not true! (laughs) It's all in my soul. Uh, I almost said hole, that would have been bad. It's all in my soul. It's
0: all in my soul. Um, What did you have? No
1: holes in my ship! (laughs) Um,
3: well, uh, I, first off, Sam and I from this channel Q Times will be featured with some other artists as well as some other GMs for Repu- was it Rumble in Republic City, the Avatar RPG. Uh, we're doing a four-shot of it, and it's going to be great. It's six PM this Saturday, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, besides my regular schedule on Twitter, is that I'm now starting to play Wraith, uh, the video game in VR on my personal channel. i started it today and it was so much fun i screamed a lot but uh definitely check it out because i'm just having a great time
1: y'all should all watch because now you know how on his channel previously i would jump in and scare him every now and then now Now he can't even see or
3: hear hear
1: me (laughs) and so now i really get to up my game so everyone tune in to zander's channel (laughs) in
0: october October, i'm starting alien isolation Oh boy, um, uh, yeah. I miss the days of like, remember when they did the movie Watch Alongs at GNS, and we would just creep in behind Erika Ishii while she yeah. was like watching a movie and scare <laughs> the living hell out of her. God, that reaction. was great. <laughs> um, okay, do we have any other announcements we want to do before we jump into tonight's very big game? No, nothing else. Okay. Uh, yes, Sam.
1: I'm excited.
0: Ah, yes. Let's see if we can fix that. Let's go ahead and jump (laughs) into tonight's episode of Clear Skies. That is when you all become Q.
1: I'm in. Finally, I'm actually well okay with go. this.
0: I'm fine. Yeah, in. Well yeah. Done. yeah. Well I already done. had a lovey
2: dovey moment. I'm good with that. I mean, I thought I was already Q, but yes, there's know, an actual gonna mess
1: Q with watching with the
0: holodeck settings. <laughs> oh yes, we have arrived. <laughs> there's in an a Q actual times. Q watching, and uh, I'm uh, sure he is confused.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all I want to uh, do is make people. I caught the Q times joke.
0: Very nice. Yeah, and all I want to do is make
2: people. do Robin Hood over and over again. Yeah.
0: Now that we've effectively tried to diffuse the tension at the top of the episode, let's go ahead and leap into tonight's episode of Clear Skies. We begin tonight with the USS Ross, currently at Stations Keeping, docked with a small uh, transport ship, a generic freighter that looks like it's probably 200 years past use. And judging from the damage that the hull has received, barely intact you've spent the past hour and a half quickly and and desperately trying to get these refugees these kazinti refugees off of the ship and onto the USS Ross triage areas have been set up in shuttle bay 2 uh, and people have been emergency beamed to the sick bay uh, all total there's about 84 84 refugees 80. uh, including children that have been beamed off of that ship from across the spectrum but most of them a large bulk of them uh, look like Bonnie. They are all, well, not the same height, but um, we would say a large part of them are uh, of the female persuasion. Looks like a lot of these people that had been beamed over here were fleeing some kind of persecution. You haven't been able to get a lot of detail from them since you got over here. Uh, we're going to start off in bay which currently main sick bay and the other two sick bay stations are currently flooded with these refugees and a triage center, as I said, for the, for the less priority injured has been set up in shuttle, in shuttle bay too. Uh, right now, uh, by your side, helping you and using their, uh, not only their remarkable bedside manner, but also their nursing abilities is counselor Sideric or Sideric. Sideric.
1: Sideric. You have to say it right, Cideric. Eric.
0: Sideric. Counselor
1: Sideric.
0: A, a cation that has has taken up a lot of responsibility and has really answered the call in this time of need. Specifically requested if he could be here to help you with all of the Kazenti that are now currently injured and are being escorted on uh, he's entered your office as you're going through some of the medical scans they've just come across of course scanning everybody uh and making sure that people are quarantined where they need to be and the right people are receiving the medical treatment um he steps into your office with a stack of of data pads and inserts them into your main computer and all of the data immediately transfers over as he swipes a few of the other ones onto your computer database and as he's doing that you hear him say All right, so I've managed to finish most of the scans that you had sent me. A few of the patients were a little reluctant. It seems like there's some mistrust towards the Federation, but they're all quite grateful to have been rescued, so I have a feeling this is only a matter of time before they realize that, well, we're not all here to do to them where they were running from. I get the impression some of them are having difficulty trusting me specifically.
1: I wouldn't... I wouldn't take it personal, personal counsellor. No it seems of not. the majority of these refugees are Kizinreti of of the female of the Kizinti race. And, and they're not very trustworthy of the males.
0: I am male presenting, so that would make sense. Yes. Uh, what do we know about our cousins? If I can be honest with you. We don't learn that much about them.
1: Yes, well, they they do tend to keep to themselves. Just know that trust will come in time. Just as I was raised outside of the Kizinti race and learned to trust others as well.
0: Yes, yes, that's right.
1: I believe change is coming. The Kizinti They are ready for some kind of revolution, rebellion. And I feel with the Federation's help, they can have sanctuary here and learn and grow.
0: Mm. Oh, that reminds me, Doctor. This is the captain's authorization for them to claim asylum here on the USS Ross. They approved it immediately.
1: Wonderful it might be difficult to s- communicate with the children if they've only heard the Kizinti, they, they call their language, the hero's tongue, which I think is very redundant and silly. <laughs> but if the ch- if the translator does not quite translate, it might be difficult to communicate. So I would suggest just using simple body language and...
0: Simple body language.
1: Yes. I know as a counselor, this is your expertise in communication, especially in communicating in a resourceful way.
0: Well, my Pippa was a pediatrician, so I'm sure this will be quite familiar territory for me. I'm I'm going to... (laughs)
1: I'm going to uh grab a pad really quick and uh, write down some few like simple um phrases and words um in um hero's tongue, which is the Kizin, uh Kazin language. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it looks like a bunch of like dots and commas and col- like it it barely makes sense like it it almost looks like something just scratched and dotted on it. Okay. um but it but it'll have translations as well. And I'm going to hand it to him so I can be like, It is a strange written language, but I'm sure you'll be able to understand. If you're having trouble communicating with some of the younger ones, you can point to these phrases and have them understand that you mean to help.
0: This is very useful. Thank you, Doctor.
1: <laughs>
0: hmm. Hmm. It's actually quite lovely. And he begins to study it as he walks out. Um, up on the bridge the results of your scan lecat come back conclusive as you see as you just finish up the scan of the hull of the Kazenti uh, freighter um, the captain having you scanned it to see what it was that damaged it you have the information you need uh,
4: Captain we've retrieved the scans from the uh, hull of the freighter
5: What have you got got for me?
4: Well, uh, Blast Pattern suggests Type 3 Disruptor, and the energy reading suggests we're dealing with Romulans or people who like using Romulan weapons or people who like pretending to be Romulans. Really any of the above, but...
5: Is this Blast Pattern consistent with the armament on, say... A Dadaridex? I look both to Kat and, and to Prawl.
0: Uh, Prawl analyzes the data that's coming through from the science station, and he says it does have a remarkable amount of similarities. But the output of a Dadaridex is very difficult to tell between some of their smaller scouts. They're quite good at hiding. Either way, I agree with LaCat. This looks like a Romulan disruptor weapon of some kind
5: sit, look like a hidden and run? Why? Yeah, actually, can
4: I roll to see if yeah. it is, um, if it looks yes. since they were trying to shoot them out of the sky?
0: The mystery unfolds. So, Ooh. indeed, if you would be so kind as to make a check for me. Um, this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be a reason science check, and it will be assisted by uh, the Rosses computers plus, uh, I'm sorry, sensors plus
4: Mystery engineering.
0: Oh yeah. Sensors engineering. Uh,
4: that's two successes on my
0: end. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, the difficulty is only one, so.
5: Perfect.
0: Uh, who wants to roll for the Ross? A success. Yay! Okay.
4: Yay.
0: Uh So mark down that momentum. Momentum is going to be super important in this game. So uh, you <laughs> do um, a we're quick starting turn at on one. The patterns. What's that? We're starting at one. Uh, however much you just generated from two. that roll
5: two net successes two. There was yeah, a difficulty so. one and there was two Ooh. successes from uh, Rave one from Ross
0: mm-hmm. uh, Ravity lecat sees the blast patterns uh, they look like surgical strikes they don't look like uh, they don't look like they. they specifically looked like they were not from what you can see they did not target any specific system in fact, everything that was hit on the ship looked like it avoided any major systems.
3: The
4: shots didn't do any do real do any real damage. It's almost as if they were warning shots, but they were definitely aiming for the ship.
0: Uh Prawl's gonna make a roll here. Yeah.
4: Let's
0: see if he can Oh, no! oh that's Vren. I got a lot of little kittens down here. <laughs> see <laughs> reason. I'm gonna say reason security. No, I'm gonna say insight security.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, here we go. Also I couldn't think of it
3: at the time, but Council Sideric's uh, Pippa was a Pedia kitten. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Anyway,
3: uh,
5: goodbye. I was <laughs> looking for it. Thank you. I'm glad you
4: Prahl's found it.
0: Paul's insight was, is nine. His security is five. I rolled a 14 and a 13. That's two successes.
4: Yes. What is it?
0: Prawl says uh, so gain gain that momentum. Uh, mm. uh, gain one momentum. Prawl, uh, you see Prawl's brow furrow for a second. And he said, they didn't want to destroy them. If it was a Romulan vessel, a single shot could have done the trick if they hit them multiple times, they didn't want to destroy them, but they wanted to make a show. To what end? Do you want to spend a point of momentum?
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind taking that spend since I have studious and we could get a two for one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, You were called out here Very much not wanting to go immediately because you were prioritizing needing to go somewhere else. But you were the only ship that could get out here fast enough.
4: So they were trying to get our attention.
5: Right, but there are two possibilities from that. Because Mm -hmm. in order to delay us, some ship would likewise not have to be making uh, crow flies. Trip to the destination, unless I think this gets to the second part of the question. They would delegate out uh, based on our knowledge of ship movements, of uh, force intel, of what Prahl has reported. Does this seem like the Dedarax did its own dirty work in order to draw us out of the way, or did they call in a scout ship? Hey put in some hits that would necessitate a distress call while we make a direct beeline for the fountain, which is consistent with sort of the forensic reconstruction that lakat and Prahl have given us. I mean, you know, or option C. I'm
4: trying to think if there's anything I
0: can roll for here.
4: Um. Yeah, is, that, is
5: there a new question
0: Um. Sorry, what was that? Uh,
5: what that that was over? actually directed as uh, our second question for studious.
0: Oh, what is the second the question?
5: Momentum. Um, That this seemed like either the Dideradex blasted holes in this ship to cause a distress call and draw us out of the way. But they would have also had to have gone out of the way for it. Or they called in someone else to put in a hit and draw Sol's, us out of the way.
0: Sol's tactical mind as a captain has now confirmed that there is at least two Romulan vessels in action right now. You know there's a Daredex You have no idea what the second one is, but they would have had to have used a second vessel in order to achieve this and to draw the USS Ross away from Narindra Station so that they can do whatever it is that they're doing uh, over by the particle fountain or somewhere else, you're not sure. But whatever it was, this was designed to draw the USS Ross away.
5: All right. Uh, So for, I guess, Lacat and Vren, we have the particle decay. Mm -hmm. uh, That would give us a timeline of exactly when this happened, as well as all of the logs on the Kazenti ship. Uh, And Vren has a catalog inside of his head of all of the specs Yeah. all of yeah, the ships.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. So, yes, I do.
5: Based on when it happened and based on the maximum warp of various ships, how soon could those various ships get to the particle fountain? Okay,
0: so Vren is going to make this roll and Lakat, you can assist.
5: Great.
4: So I'm giving Laquette, him a word for I,
0: I would say taking the information that you've got at hand and pulling a Starfleet and breaking it down. Um, Lakat, I'm going to have you roll uh, Reason Science. And yes. Vren is going to roll Insight Command. And I'm going to give. Roll? He is going What's that?
2: Does the Ross roll?
0: yes because the ross would definitely be assisting here to to calculate this down so the ross is going to roll computers and command we need
4: that
0: okay, can i use my sensors focus uh yes you can use your sensors focus
1: absolutely it's like if All you have right, seven oranges and, and bob has twelve rain
0: rolls a nine and a three so one of those is going to crit so vren's going to get a total of three successes for a difficulty of three so you're already going to succeed on this whatever net successes you're going to get contribute now to your momentum pulse. so we got one from ross and t- so gain three momentum as Vryn types this into the computer uh playing along like a like a, a partner at the piano uh la sits there and watches Vryn's inputs and starts pulling up information Vryn swipes across and brings up a holographic display in front of him and just quickly swipes across it and then kind of throws it up onto the main screen swivels in his chair as it appears and he goes captain in order to reach anywhere into the Shackleton Expanse, it would have to have warp capability that is equivalent to the Ross. If we're going to suggest that there is some a second ship and it's consistent with Romulan Disruptors, then I think it's safe to believe that there is a second Warbird in play. And you hear Prawl at the security station just go,
4: Jane mimics his sigh at the exact same time. Um, hey, uh, have we heard anything from the Kazinti refugees themselves, Captain?
0: Um, we could say that down in sickbay right now. Uh, that is that is happening. What's up, Olin?
2: Uh, Olin would like to do an, an, a mental scan of the of the of you know what's around us to see if the the If the Romulan ship that attacked this uh, the Kazinti vessel might still be in the area. They just want to see if they can kind
0: of pick that up. What you sense are a bunch of frightened refugees that have the capacity to touch minds with their own. You can sense immediately as you open yourself up the buried innate talents that are gifted to Deltan's Betazoids, you can feel that in a vast majority of the people that have taken refuge on this ship they have been suppressed you can feel their their psionic ability is present it's like a little spark of light that's been just shoved down and repressed buried deep uh, underneath layers of fear and repression but you can sense it, that's the thing that overwhelms you the moment you reach out with your senses
2: But I don't get the sense of any nearby like Romulan.
0: Not really. If if they were nearby it would still be kind of overloaded by the feelings you're getting from the Gazenti that are on board the vessel.
2: Okie dokie.
0: At about that point you all hear the very familiar telltale like chirping sound of a transmission coming in and seconds later Prawl says, Captain we have a transmission coming in from Narendra Station screen. Coming up on screen, you see Admiral April A. Bear, and the look on her face is not good. She says, Captain, how are the evacuations of the refugees coming along?
5: we have gotten all of the evacuees off of their own ship and onto ours. There's no time for repairs, so if there's still salvage at this coordinate when someone comes by... They can certainly expect it. We can't do anything with it right
0: now. Agreed. Captain, shortly after the USS Ross departed Narendra Station, I dispatched the USS Johnson to the Particle Fountain. On route, they received a distress call from the Dshashian Station indicating that a vessel they have never seen before appeared out of nowhere and began launching what seemed to be probes into a wide orbit around the Particle Fountain.
4: Mm.
0: Ten minutes ago, The USS Johnson sent us a distress call. And she is not replying to hails. Long range sensors have been disrupted by increased activity at the fountain. So we can't get a fix on her location. And it gets worse. Long range sensors have detected the presence of the Catechus in the sector as well. We do not know their intentions or why they are there but I need the USS Ross at that particle fountain as fast as her engines can take her there. Wrap up what you're doing with the refugees and respond to the USS Johnson's SOS. Find out what's going on. And you have full authorization to stop the Romulans. Yes, Admiral,
5: and the catechus.
0: Do what needs to be done.
5: Yes, Admiral. We'll keep you updated as signal allows. I know the particle fountain may disrupt us, but we'll do what we can.
0: Ross in the out. spirit of old naval terminology, Captain, Godspeed. And she cuts off. Oh, I know that terminology. Written swivels in the chair. Yeah, they used to say that on Earth. It's like an old Earth saying.
5: Right, but this is our opportunity. To discover, nay, surpass Godspeed. Open her up,
3: Frank.
0: Sure thing. And then uh, Vren swivels in the chair and goes, we're going to take her to maximum. Oh boy. And he starts typing it in. He's laying in a course for a particle fountain. And you see up on the display setting in a course for P-283. Um, he said time to arrival will be about a single day if we take it up to maximum warp captain.
5: Any chance of beating them there?
0: Ross is pretty fast. Starfleet's never been able to officially confirm how fast warbirds are.
6: Exeoson, st- st- oh, go ahead.
5: But they run on a singularity engine. <laughs> that has more power but less stamina, Yes
0: more power but more instability if things become breachy we don't Mm -hmm. fully understand how it is they're able to harness the power of a singularity the way they do but we do know that the ship systems of a Romulan warbird are comparable to what we use in the Federation however we've made some pretty significant advances and uh, Ross is fast captain for a ship her size she's real fast prove it Okay. He turns around <laughs> and starts typing that in and he goes watch this. And, and
6: that is when Exio sends a memo down to engineering. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, What's happening? Yes, Things you see him popping up on the screen uh, Exio saying uh, Chief, we're about to take her to maximum warp. A
3: ma- uh, maximum
0: warp. Okay. So, Just Ross, I need you print
1: to... print on the pad. <laughs>
0: Ross, you do not have to mark this down because it's really not relevant when it's out of combat. But the Ross basically burns nine power.
3: Mm-hmm. As Just on she... everyone's records, we start at fifteen. So
0: you have a lot of power on that ship. Well, we're at um, six. And the the warp core activates. You see that that warp core start to hum. The secondary warp core begins to hum as it functions as a supplement, and the power conduits on the ship begin to. Thrum as the whole Ross comes to life, her nacelles light up and she explodes to warp speed. Just whoosh. All right, everyone, you know the drill. Sing,
3: Dari, let's get to dancing.
0: Dari is like, I can't believe that I actually like this. What the hell is wrong with me? And five,
3: six, seven, eight. Yeah, five,
0: six, seven, eight. <laughs> and she starts to dance. Um, uh, the Ross it jumps to warp and you see the ETA time is roughly 23 hours. So just shy of a day, 10 light years in just shy of a day. The Ross is flying like a bat out of hell right now.
6: For the next 23 hours, Xio is running, um, uh, combat drills with, yeah. uh,
0: all the relevant, uh, staff. So we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Word begins to eventually spread throughout the ship that what's going on. It's impossible because everyone needs to know to be at battle stations. Civilians on board the ship. Everybody starts becoming aware that the Ross is going into a fight. Um, the hatches are battened down, basically. Ox crew starts to respond. Um, you, Olin, start to feel a general sense of anxiety. But you also feel an extraordinary amount of eagerness and determination not necessarily for the battle, but to stop the Romulans. Um, you can feel the crew going to work. Ox crew activates. Battle stations and battle drills start being run and in that 24 hour period, Yuri Prawl at the at the end of like on break as it were, retreating back into his quarters uh, to switch out his uniform for a clean uniform after going through battle drills with a few of the security because uh, Prahl is running everybody on security drills of how to repel borders
4: mm. if
0: necessary. Mm. Um, Prawl goes into his quarters and he takes off his coat and sets it down on the bed and looks out the window at the streaking skyline of stars that are blazing past the windows at maximum warp. And he pops his neck for a second and uh, pulls his white, his Bleached white hair out of the ponytail and lets it spill down around his shoulders as Prawl has grown out his hair considerably in the past couple of months. Um, and he exhales just. <sighs> Tactical officer's personal log Lieutenant Commander Yeri Prawl, start date 60194.95. I'm familiar enough with battle to know the worst part is always the quiet before it begins and that's the nature of serving on a starship computer cream soda, cold <clears throat> sits back to a chair and says that's the nature of serving on a starship as he takes a sip and sets the glass down everything up here is so damn quiet Some keep their minds focused on the task at hand. Others, especially those who've never seen conflict, are always looking around to gauge their own mortality. And at that moment, if you can imagine a cut to the bridge where Asmi Shanto is noticing that her hand is shaking slightly at the terminal that she's sitting at before she rubs her palms for a second and goes back to finalizing some log reports of what the Ross is up to. And also... Uh, creating an emergency uh, escape beacon should something go wrong. She continues to do the programming work. Prawl takes another sip of the soda and says, you can drive yourself into a breakdown fretting about these what-ifs. For me, it feels like an old friend. Our opponents are Romulans. Again. They're not like the dominion of the Borg, they don't fight because their gods told them to or for some kind of mindless dedication to a greater whole. They're just like us, they fight for what they believe in. And so, like us, they're the most determined, unrelenting foe we have ever faced. In the hundreds of years that we have coexisted, there has never been a single decisive battle that settled things once and for all between our two peoples, because that kind of conflict would just destroy us both. And so, it is in them that I believe we have met our match. It's fortunate, then, that the Romulans we're fighting are just a twisted few. I'm not afraid of this. Back during the Dominion War, when we would be nestled down in some of the trenches, I'd always be afraid. I was always scared. I'm not afraid of this. Not with this bunch. I have memories from previous hosts stretching back hundreds of years, and in all that time, I've never seen a crew like the USS Ross. This ship has never been truly tested in battle. It goes without saying that the pressure rests mostly on tense, most intensely on the shoulders of the Captain and the XO. But when the ship goes red, all of us will feel like the Captain. All of us are going to feel responsible for the person next to them. And all of us is going to give everything. We're not battle-tested, but we're ready. You know, I knew a deep space assignment was going to bring all the weird shit in the universe into my life, and boy, did it ever. (laughs) I had regrets about taking this post in the beginning. I didn't fit in at all. (laughs) And I didn't like my XO very much either. I saw her as a naive collection of other people's experiences jammed into a program that imitated a person. But then I realized... I'm a joined trill. I'm basically the same damn thing. <laughs> and... Now I feel like I have an understanding of Xeo that some others don't. And I'm grateful to be serving with her. I've learned a lot from everybody, really. Shit. Even LaCat. If that kid didn't love science so much, she would make one hell of a security officer. I've never seen, not even a Cardassian... Like use their imagination and look over their shoulder as much as the cat does. I mean, that's perfect for a science officer. But damn. If she wanted to be security, she'd be a damn good security officer. But I admit, the one I worry about the most is the ambassador. I never got a chance to tell them this, because most of what Olin and I say to each other is unspoken. but I was once Ambassador Fenric Prahl of the United Federation of Planets. I never achieved the same status as Olin, but I was stationed on a starship, and I experienced the same listlessness that they do. And now we're going into a fight. It's not going to be easy. Especially for them. I am very pleased I am not empathic. But they have the power to change the course of history with words and i think they've always struggled in discomfort with that kind of power at their disposal a little overwhelmed by themselves maybe maybe and i know how that feels whatever happens i need to make sure that they make it through this i have to make sure that olin makes it through If this is my final log, I know how ridiculous that sounds, but let's be honest, if this is my final log, I'd like to say for the record that serving aboard the ship has been the honor of my life. Having said that, there are currently 600 Starfleet officers and enlisted serving on this ship. There's 1,900 civilian crew and passengers, and that's not even counting the refugees that we just rescued. This might not be very Starfleet of me to say, but when the shields go up, every phaser shot, every torpedo, every enemy I kill is going to bring me one step closer to keeping my people safe. The Romulans wanted this fight. I made the choice. I'll take no pleasure in the doing, but when battle starts up, I'm going to go for the head. In personal log. What's everybody else on the ship doing in this time period?
3: Chief Engineer Teclinatus, personal log. Today, I had some phenomenal roast beef then we were dancing because we're going Max Warp! I'm getting my nap, cause it's my turn for the nap hour. And then I'll get right back to it. The roast beef was great though.
0: Do you end personal log? End personal log. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like... 10 seconds of silence where all we hear is like the squishy chewing sounds of Linanus yeah, like and then realizing ship. it's still oh, being recorded. No. <laughs> wow. uh, oh, You know what? Yeah.
4: Jane is uh, also gonna do a personal log.
0: Yeah. Um, right. She's
4: speaking out loud though. Um, Lieutenant Jane LeCat, personal log personal log, my girlfriend won't get off her desk, and she keeps trying to program this uh, emergency sensor, which I'm pretty sure she's already done, and we, like, pull back to reveal that Jane is standing right next to us. You know?
0: <laughs> you're just, like, staring at her as you're making... <laughs> it's not actually a personal log, you're it's just talking It's not a personal log
4: at all. It is just <laughs> me talking loudly to ask i trying to call her to take a break.
0: Um... You see, look at as you say this to Asmi. You see, <laughs> she does that frown smile where she is trying not to crack, but you've made her crack. And the moment that smile takes place, you see a single tear roll down the side of her face as the tension breaks. Wow. Um, and you can see for a second, like the laughter is intermixed with fear. And she just immediately wipes it away and she says, and she looks at you for a moment with a big, loving smile and says, "Thank you."
4: Oh no the 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 tear has Jane like frozen in place for a second. Um, and I think she's noticed uh, the shaking hands, and she uh, she takes them and says, "I." It was a bad joke i but hopefully not no
0: it was a good joke it was a good joke (laughs) um i i um she notices that no one's nearby she kind of leans in close and says my um my father he he uh he fought during the occupation. and um he used to tell me he would get drunk sometimes, and he was always very sweet, but when he would get drunk, he would he would um, he would accidentally tell me things. I don't think he knew he was telling me things, and he would accidentally tell me things about things that he had to do and what it was like and uh i used to have nightmares all the time about that and i grew up hating violence and fighting and um i'm okay i'm gonna be okay i'm just um and as she's saying that you can see her hands are starting to shake again as she just starts rubbing her says i'm just i'm just uh i'm trying to i, I knew when i put on the uniform this is going to be a part of it and i and i accept that and and i'm ready i'm not i'm not I'm ready. I just, I'm, I'm, and she starts to crack a little bit. You
4: are. And Jane takes her hands and says, you're more than ready. You are so capable to, for this job. You are more capable than anyone that I have ever, ever met. And I, I can't stand to see you shake.
0: (sighs) Takes a deep breath and nods and says,
4: hi. Okay. I've got you and I want you to know that I've I've got you forever. Yeah. I think I think we should go for a walk. Let's go for a walk.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm done here.
4: I was going to drag you away if you weren't. I, it's I think that you should get away from this.
0: For In just In the corner of your eyes, Captain, you see Jane pulling Shanto off the bridge and into the turbo lift.
5: Dismissed.
0: Closes behind them. The other turbo lift opens as Prawl steps on board and resumes his station at Tactical. Says. Decks are reporting ready, Captain. Damage control teams are going to be in place. Permission to take the ship to Red Alert.
5: How far out are we, friend?
0: Friend swivels in the chair and says, About eight hours, Captain. We'll be crossing into the Shackleton's expanse in the next three hours.
5: All right. When we cross over, that'll be the time.
0: Aye, Captain.
3: I want to know real quick, does Olin feel anything from Prawl?
0: Prawl is... Olin, it's kind of a scary sensation because you you have felt this from Prawl once before. Prawl functioned as a sniper during the war. He was a sharpshooter. He was good at belly crawling through hellish terrain, laying in place for a day at a time. And uh, shooting Vorta <laughs> and killing and killing Dominion from you know almost a mile away with a phaser rifle, um, a type of warfare that you don't commonly see in the Star Trek era because practicality in warfare has changed dramatically. Prawl has a unique set of skills. As a result, Prawl goes into this cold state of mind where he becomes all business, and right now. You feel Prawl is completely emotionally shut down. He feels like a calculator to you.
6: Commander ExiO to Captain Sol. Go for Sol. I only have a few minutes before my next trainees are, are, are come in for their protocols. Um, I just wanted to say we probably are going to Red Alert soon, and feel free to lean on me as much as you want, Captain.
5: Good. Is that not the Captain's prerogative? (laughs) To demand far too much of their first officer and expect her to tote all the weight. I mean, I appreciate the offer, but... I was always going to take advantage.
6: Consider this my resume after already receiving the job, Captain. (laughs)
5: Hmm. Well, I suppose we'll consider you then.
6: Exio out.
0: So then here's the question to the crew of the Ross. Ross is currently proceeding at maximum warp towards the Shackleton Expanse. And what lay ahead when she comes out of warp could be immediate. It's hard to say what you're going to find the moment you arrive at your destination. As soon as you enter that sector of space, the game changes. So until that time, would anybody like any scenes before we begin?
1: Um, I was going to say I wanted to go and prepare the refugees to let them know what's about to happen. So they're not completely unaware of the situation since they just came out of a.
2: I would really like to be a part of that
1: if that's okay.
0: Perfect. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ideal. Um, so we're going to go down to shuttle bay two, a much smaller shuttle bay that has a few of the worker bees and a few of the smaller shuttlecraft stowed in there has been cleared out and is currently being used as a triage center for those who do not need immediate medical attention. When you enter into Shuttle Bay Two, you find this place is filled with about fifty Kazenti, roughly.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: among them, you can see uh, moving through all of the Kazenti who have been given like very comfortable things to sit on and bedding. Um, you can see Councillor Saderik is moving throughout and uh, practicing words that you hear some of the Kazenti children laughing. Like and and trying to correct him, and he's his going,
1: accent is horrible. Ah,
0: yeah, it's pretty bad, <laughs> it's <laughs> and, and pronunciation the
1: pronunciation is all wrong.
0: The Kazenti children are giggling as they're trying to correct him and speaking back to him in this raspy, like beautiful, rolling uh, language that's being spoken. Uh, the universal translator, as you predicted, McCrell, is not picking up all of it, and mm. so uh, he's r- going back and saying it again. But you do notice is even though the children are actually warming up to him a little bit and trying to teach him a few words you notice um every child that is currently talking to him very subtly is a mother that has her paw gently wrapped around their tails or their ankles or within reach basically mm-hmm. and are watching the whole thing happen
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Olin, when you enter in here, you see a couple of nurses and a lot of work. I mean, the ship is going to red alert soon. Everyone knows the ship is probably going into battle. So unfortunately, the nurses that are normally delegated, that would be helping these refugees right now are being placed at their stations for to receive the injured from a fight. Prepping the med
1: bay. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it's a little understaffed in here. There's about three nurses in here, including the counselor. Um, and the doctor, you can see uh, McCrell is here too, walking up and down and checking on people as you enter. You see the ambassador walk in with a worried look on their face.
1: Ambassador, is, is everything all right? I'm assuming that we will be going to red alert shortly.
2: Oh, I do believe that is indeed um, about to happen. I was curious. I I wanted to come down and check in on the refugees and to see how they were doing. I, um... I sensed something rather interesting, and it made me, uh... Well, it intrigued me, as well as... I don't know if worried is the correct term for it, but I figured perhaps it might, um... I might be of assistance here. At least until it is time to return to the bridge.
1: That would be most helpful. Um communication with some of the younger ones who do not yet know um, other languages, even though Kazinti do have quite a tongue for languages, uh, might be difficult. But the elders elders can communicate well. I'm right now just letting them know the situation and to make sure they're keeping everyone calm.
2: They just- Were you hmm? aware that um, They have psionic abilities.
1: Are you feeling this in just the male children? Am I?
0: It's hard to pinpoint. As I said, a lot of it is repressed. So as a result, it's kind of hard to pinpoint how you're feeling, where you're feeling it from. But it's definitely from this group of people. And it's enough that you know that it's more than one. More than a couple.
2: It's difficult to say which gender I'm feeling these particular abilities from. I just know that it is uh, deeply repressed, unpracticed, perhaps.
1: That would not surprise uh, me.
2: There seem to be several of them with this capability.
1: That is very interesting. It is a trait that in certain male Kazintosh, but I was one that also developed the abilities probably inherited from my father. I suspect that it could be found in female Kazinti as well, just bred out of them for the most part.
2: I'm sorry, can you please rewind that for just a moment? (laughs) Your father is Kazinti.
1: Yes, it's something that I have not shared with nearly anyone.
2: You mean to tell me that all this time you've had telepathic abilities?
1: I have abilities that I do not wish to use, Ambassador. What you can do with your mind, and what I can do with mine, is very different. When a Kizinta uses their telepathic abilities, it is a great amount of pain, not just to the target, but to them as well. It is not A pleasant experience for either party. It's not something that is used often, except in battle or manipulation. I have... suppressed mine for many years. But... The tea? Yes.
2: That is why you never let anyone else drink the tea.
1: It would have given you quite a headache.
2: (laughs) I imagine so.
1: (laughs) The reason why I'm being so honest with you now is because I will need your help. If... If these Kizanreti or running from the kazandashi and wanting a better life for themselves, they will need people in Starfleet on their side. And if what you said is true, that some of them do have certain abilities, then perhaps we can help teach and develop without the pain. It's something that I have been beginning to do research on.
2: Of course, I'm, I'm more than happy to help however I can. I am sorry that you didn't feel that you could share this information with me sooner. I would have liked to have been a, a helping hand for you.
1: I've definitely been more open to sharing recently. I have presented myself and had everyone believing that I was a fully Cation Starfleet officer. It was something that I have kept hidden for quite some time. The captain is aware of my secret, and we had notified Starfleet of my medication. I'm sure when I return back to Starfleet, I will have some explaining to do.
2: I think that tends to be true for the lot of us. (laughs) Have you seen the things we get up to?
1: Yes, we tend to um, stir the, the pan of dramas. I believe it's the pot. Yes, we stir the pot and pans. Mm. Like wow. the chief, we are in the kitchen. We have too many... Um, cooks? Yes, too many cooks in the pantry and we get into i i'm working on my uh, metaphors and similes well
2: if you find yourself spending any extensive time on earth then I, I imagine you'll get
1: it quite quickly yes i've been told i'm a quick learner how can i help? what's it called i'm i am uh Sharp as the whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stop trying to make <laughs> <laughs> My face <things> makes
3: sense.
1: <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> of course. Um, well, until I am needed back at my station, how can I help?
1: I fear that some of the younger ones are scared. They... All of this is unfamiliar to them. It is a lot to take in. I know you have certain special abilities to maybe help subside some of that fear.
2: I can certainly help to withdraw some of their pain if any of them are hurt. And I... I'm fairly decent with picking up languages, if you can give me a few key phrases. I see you've already made the attempt with that, Counselor Sederic.
1: Yes, the Counselor is not as sharp as the whipped cream when it comes to the language, but I have a feeling that he is messing some up on purpose to make them giggle. (laughs) Although I don't think he realized some of the insults he said to one of the mothers. Mm. Oh. Well that's unfortunate.
2: I will It was very funny though. I'm sure it was.
1: Yes, I um, will help to uh, rally the troops. Okay. Yes. Um and I did want to uh before leaving I wanted to like you know reach out to some of the elders to keep everyone calm and explain the situation and also to okay. let them know that they are safe and
0: so the um, cage, these, these Gazenti, not surprising, like a lot of them are mm-hmm. you know, for, for refugees who are fleeing persecution the, the mention that you are going to engage the thing that attacked them mm-hmm. stirs their blood and they're all for it. You hear a few of the elders are like good will we get to taste their flesh? Will we get to kill them ourselves? They endangered our children we should kill them all.
1: Uh, I'm going to grab the paws of uh, the, I feel like the the one that's kind of like the leader of them. And I was like. Yeah.
0: So as you grab her paws, you being of Kazenti blood are able to read through the, what was just said would mm-hmm. cause anybody take, to take anybody aback. Right. But if you grab her paws, you can see the hurt and fear in her eyes as you yes. squeeze her hands for a second. That rage is being fueled by that hurt and fear. And she lets it drop for a second.
1: Um, I'm going to speak to her in uh, hero's tongue. Okay. Um obviously I will not do that right
0: Sure. No, I'm no. translating yeah. for myself. And I'm, just going to- I'm going
1: to I'm going to tell her, I'm going to say, um I know you are vengeful, but now is not the time to act on scream and leap. The warrior blood that runs through our veins is no match for the warriors on the USS Ross. Ross, You are now part of our warrior clan. We will fight together. As the Ross fights, so do you. And then I will say, if you are a believer in the fanged god, say a prayer for us all, and we will be victorious. Um, And then I will release
0: her pause. She as you try to pull away she squeezes your hand and pulls you closer mm-hmm. as just as you're about to leave and she stares at the badge on your doctor's coat and her eyes slowly drift up to yours and she says "You are Kazinti."
1: Um I'm going to look deep into her eyes and say "I am Kazinti and I am more. All of you are more."
0: And she gently releases your hand and you see the awe and emotion in her face, having never seen another female Gazenti in a position of power and authority and also showing leadership like this. She sinks back and looks at you and glances to the children and a few of the others. And she looks back at you and she places her hand upon her chest and bows deeply to you.
1: Uh, I do the same. And, um, and I say, uh, the ship that you are on is filled with some of the bravest that I have ever seen. It puts our Kazintoshi warriors to shame. We shall be victorious.
0: She nods. Um,
1: hopefully I made them believe that because even McCrell is scared
0: (laughs) 58 episodes and 172 hours of role playing And Bonnie finally revealed her secret to Aki. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you know we're about to go into war, Gordon. I figured the finales next week. You know,
3: (laughs)
1: I've been waiting for this, y'all. Been waiting. I Um, hinted at it. I definitely hinted mm, at it, and I a lot of a lot of people in Discord and chat, Mm -hmm. I think figured it out early on. Mm
4: -hmm. But I
1: never clarified, and it's one of those things that uh i've wanted to share but mccrell now she doesn't even give a shit now she's a, she's around she's seeing now that what she is makes a difference and what runs through her veins actually is can be used for good and so no
0: one in this in this shuttle bay is ever going to forget this moment and <laughs> no one none of these kazenti are going to forget one of their own wearing that blue coat with the pips on her collar none of them
1: one more one more thing i do want to add because when i'm i'm holding her and when i see her look down at my at the badge i go this is my warrior's mark to my starfleet badge mm. and then i and then i'll even say like and healing is my weapon and then i'll put my clothes up and these
0: and <laughs> these <laughs> Uh with that unless there's anything else. Yeah, it's Captain Saul. What is the captain doing in these hours? Before leading the troops into battle?
5: Well, I'm doing all sorts of things one can montage through. I talk with the ambassador, I talk with Prawl, I observe the drills that RXO is doing. I just look in the door of main engineering see the fox trot know everything is all good and I I walk back out again but we settle at last and I am tinkering and since all the cool kids are doing it porting okay hey Blip. If you've accessed this message those romulans have committed the most mortal sin they put one too many holes in my ship every single person on my boat is irreplaceable and i can't protect them all but you're the one who can flip through space for an indefinite period of time even if the rest of us have become one with the debris That's why I made this thing. Terrestrial aircraft used to have what they called a a black box. It was a near indestructible chassis that contained the data and the logs of the aircraft to tell the story. And by the time I finished this sentence, you knew everything about black boxes, their construction, and the history of the terrestrial aircraft. So you know you can't make the whole plane out of that black box stuff, but I could make one for you for your ring. That's what you're in right now. If you're here, the ship-wide emitters went down and you're in your backup in the most indestructible box I could make. Hell, you may be the one piece of the Ross that makes it through this. Those black boxes carried the data and the logs and now you do. Pass along whenever this little box gets picked up. I. Do not know how long that will be. So I've also included the largest data packet I could fit into storage. Somehow though, I can't imagine you bored. You will reinvent all of mathematics or something, won't you? Just do me a favor, Axio. Tell their story, will you? They're such a good crew. They're so good. You know what? You'll never need this. Not with this crew. So I lied. You're hearing this when I play it for you. And we look back and we laugh, right? It's a good job. Congratulations, Captain Blip. I love you. End recording.
0: As you end the recording, You hear Prawl's voice overhead in your quarters. Captain, we've crossed into the Shackleton Expanse.
5: Red alert. Get them battle stations.
0: Taking the ship to red alert. All hands, red alert. We are at battle stations. Engineering, reporting in red alert. You hear all the decks start reporting in, and Prawl says, All decks are on standby, sir. Damage control teams are in place. We'll be ready.
2: Olin re-enters the bridge. Shh.
4: And a Brin blip
0: swip, next swivels to you. From the chair. Um, blip appears. You step onto the bridge. Vrin swivels in the chair and says, ETA to destination captain. is roughly four hours from now. Hmm. Good. We've got long-range sensors.
5: All right. What can we pick up?
0: All right. The cat... Go ahead and make that classic roll that you've been rolling for us since January 2020. If you could please.
4: Oh heck yeah! And I'm guessing I can uh use my sensors focus here. Oh yeah. Okay, wonderful. And the
0: Ross will be assisting. The difficulty of this is four.
4: Oh, lovely. What does the Ross get? Because I Ross got, got, got two
0: successes. successes. You got okay. So gain, gain Ooh. a point of momentum oh man, those high-definition long-range sensors that the Ross had upgraded to right before she left the Shackleton Expanse coming into play um, as you were able to get full readings at long range from light years away, the way most starships get readings when they're in orbit of a planet. You detect the the observer station for the Jashashians is intact. Okay. Um, It was the one that initially sent out the SOS. There is uh, enormous amounts of activity in that sector. And it's really making it difficult to get any kind of reading. The one thing that you can get is that the particle fountain has dramatically increased in size. It is now 780 kilometers in diameter and the eruption point is 68,000. Thousand kilometers it is a giant space volcano at this point it is more than quadrupled in its size since the last time y'all were here um you could conceivably turn on the view screen and if the ross was at a full stop you would be able to see it from where you were at should the light have been able to travel that far that amount of time but it would be this is going to light up the night sky for light years and for many decades to come so um, you mentioned. oh sorry what's
4: up so you mentioned there was a uh, disturbance as well so that's you know causing the, dis- having a the, dis-
0: the nature of the disturbance you cannot read from this range
4: okay so, and it is
0: it is all because of the interference from the extraordinary amount of activity from the particle fountain
4: yeah uh that makes sense um is that interfering with me also seeing whether or not those probes that were mentioned are present
0: yeah you're not able to tell okay
5: don't we have subject matter experts for this kind of thing? Who spent their whole careers studying things. Can't you send this down to the tanks, let them work on it?
0: I love that, I love that the deck is just called the tanks now. Citation it has ops to have been, right? <laughs> yeah. Everything no, is nicknamed,
4: always. Citation, Citation ops is just called the tanks. tanks. Send it the tanks, Captain.
0: <laughs> um, You hear over the, the comms, uh, Dr. Yada, responding getting the information now captain a few moments passing before you heard you guys say God it's enormous I, I, it, it, there's death cannot be naturally occurring captain that cannot be naturally occur- occurring it's it's far too much activity it's it's increased in size far too much for this oh. to be a normal occurrence
4: Supposedly, there are. Does he know about the probes? If not, I'm going to inform him he about those right no. now.
0: Okay, yeah. so you let him know about the probes. He says, I, "I don't know what that could be, unless they are." We have connected them to the to the torpedoes that they were trying to design in order to affect subspace. It could be that they have been attempting to use them, and if that's the case, it could be causing the particle fountain to grow in size. But. My understanding was that their objective was just to cause multiple breaches of other particle fountains. This might be part of that process. I-, I can't, I need more data. I need to find out what it is that's, I need to get an energy reading of what's happening around the base of the particle fountain. Dr. Yada chimes in and says, we can use some of our stellar cartography to get a basic long range scan, Captain. But even with LeCat's incredible skill in the high definition sensors on the Ross, we're not going to know until we're in system in that sector.
4: We'll keep an
5: eye on it until then, Captain. Good. Thank you. Uh, I think Olin hears about three uh, sarcastic responses. They mm-hmm.
2: fit back. They're like, not the time, not the time, not the time.
0: Um, so here's uh, what we're going to do. Not the
2: time. I, I think that Olin just kind of, like, lightly rests their arm on the armrest between <laughs> themselves and the captain. It's just like yeah. it's just kind of an offering if 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 they need it. But like I that's... think
5: Sol uh puts their arm on the armrest as well. So they're like
4: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then um... it kind of just sends a little mental message of there'll be plenty of time for that later. <laughs> you heard it though. You heard it too. I, I did need it. i I heard it i did
0: so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go and break a little bit early because we got a big second half so we're gonna go ahead and take 10 minutes now we're gonna be back at 8 uh 8 p.m our time so on the hour so don't go anywhere y'all we'll see you in about 10 minutes welcome back to clear skies we are in that precious moment before battle In Star Trek VI, this would be the great countdown scene where Spock was letting them know how much time they have until they arrive at Kittimer. It's very similar right now as the Ross is currently speeding at maximum warp, burning the midnight oil, powering those two warp drives to keep her sustained maximum warp for over, a well, just under a day. Um, You have been racing through the stars faster than the speed of light to get to the location because the Romulans apparently are in their in-game. All this time, it all comes back to this particle fountain. One of the very first missions that the USS Ross ever undertook here in the Shackleton Expanse, which led to her very first first contact mission. So much has happened. This place has been a flashpoint. And it led you to a strange series of events that all seem to coincide. The first contact with the Dshashin people at Jadaran and the emergence of the crystalline entity, the data you uncovered about all the life that existed in the galaxy previously, which was connected with that ancient race that has had multiple names that might have had a hand in creating humanity for all you know, and other life forms in the galaxy somehow being interconnected with this ecosystem that exists in deep space. And even when the Rosses made the diplomatic flagship, and pulled across the galaxy, you still found yourselves in the web, all leading back here. Five minutes out from your destination at maximum warp. Everything has led back to this moment. This particle fountain, the exploratory missions that the Ross has done, all of the good that she has done here in the Shackleton Expanse. This seems to be the cornerstone somehow. It's all interconnected. It's never been clear how, but you have a feeling one way or the other this gets resolved in the next hour. And you hear Vren give you the fateful word, five minutes out, Captain. And Prawl says, Captain, I've got visuals. On screen. Coming up on screen, you see indeed the confirmation of what long-range sensors were telling you. The enormity of the particle fountain is, it's extraordinary. You remember the last time you were here and now silhouetted against that great explosion of energy and particles exploding out from subspace. You can see the small silhouette of the observer, the Jashashian observer station, still at stations keeping right where the USS Ross left her, still placed where she was observing no signs of any shifts. But you hear Prawl answer your suspicions immediately, where he says, if they're here, Captain, they're rigged for silent.
2: Any way
5: to use all of this energy, all of this signal for gravitational lensing detection?
0: That would be a LaCat roll.
5: I can roll for that.
0: <laughs> science the shit out of this. So uh, Do the
1: science, LaCat! Do the science!
0: So... I'm going to have you, so I'm going to set the difficulty for this at three, and it's going to start revealing certain things. So, LaCat, go ahead and make your reason science check, and as usual, it's going to be a sensor science roll from the Ross.
4: Um, can I spend a momentum for this, for cautious mm-hmm.
0: We've got a lot.
4: Thank you, thank you. We're down to oh. a five. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is uh, four successes for me
0: okay uh, nicely done alright so here's what the sensors tell you there is an enormous amount of disruption taking place Yeah. and judging from what you were reading off the sensors it seems to be coming in pulses it looks like it uh, it will yeah it looks like basically all the interference is happening in like a heartbeat sort of thing but at random intervals so it's difficult to predict when the pulses are happening. However, judging from the sheer size of tetrion particles that are exploding outwards from that sphere, uh, that that particle fountain, what you know for a fact, LaCat, is shields are gonna be very difficult to maintain and cloaking is gonna be damn near impossible to use. So if they're cloaked right now, It's not going to stay that way, and if they try to enter into their cloaking devices again in the battle, they're not going to be able to stay that way. This is going to affect everything in the region. As you enter the sector, officially, the trait for this sector in this battleground is going to be that the difficulty of all weapon roles and all movement roles from starships are at two. And shields take an additional point of damage for any damage done to them, including theirs. Just as a reminder, shields are at 17 right now. You guys have, um, I just want to point out that that is some of the most powerful shield emitters in Starfleet. Hey, so we don't have to point that out
3: right now. No, I'm, just saying,
0: I'm just saying the Ross is a, tank. <laughs> it is a big, hefty tank. that has a monster shield rating for a starship. Um, so, but it, they are going to, you're not going to lose your shields. But the closer, I, I will tell you, LaCat, the closer mm. you get to the particle fountain, shields will start taking damage immediately. Tetreon is known for basically draining shield power and making it impossible for cloaking devices to work.
4: Wonderful. Famously, and- Commander
0: Data used the Tetrion net to detect, uh, yeah, detect uh, cloaking devices.
4: Uh, and I could have missed this in the information that you just gave, but, um, and it's, uh, and if I need to roll for this, let me know. Um, all the interference that we're facing come, is is definitely a result of this particle fountain. There are no additional, like, there's no one out there, like, fucking with us as well, because that sounds like a pretty great advantage if we don't have our shields up. Or, you
3: know. <laughs> also, yeah. before you answer, too, we do have three, like, floating momentum to be used for information spends. Can Just, I use an information be, spend yeah. for that?
5: If, yeah. Yeah.
2: Especially uh, because you got said official. they could get more once we got to the base of the place. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just as a, I uh I think that as Lakat is, is doing this, uh Olin does kind of reach out to uh to Azari one more time, just going, Do we want to try to locate the Ketakis? If you can,
5: please do. Helpful to know what's on the field.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Not tetrion, tachyon. I'm getting my, I'm getting my, my, okay. my, teas mixed up. It's oh. tachyon, tachyon particles.
5: No, Perfect. Not Wonderful. tetrion.
0: Yeah. Uh, tetrion is the energy. I'm getting confused because tetrion is actually the energy that the Tholians use for their primary weapon source. Tachyon mm-hmm. particles are what attack and damage shields and cloaking devices.
1: Hmm. The Tholians. Why on earth would you need that information too, Eric? About their weapons. Oh.
0: You're There's going to be there's going to be multiple ships in this in this one. So I got to keep track of a lot of NPCs.
1: Oh no!
2: I would like to see if I can't track down one of the um, ships that are on the field. But yes, I would like to becomes, use. Um,
4: also, before we do that, if we can resolve um, the extra spend momentum.
0: Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sorry, go you ahead. were trying to find out if if this is all naturally occurring.
4: Yeah, all this interference um, it, is naturally occurring.
0: It's all naturally occurring. Great. It looks like a side effect of interference from the particle fountain. So, uh, yeah, it, it would seem that uh, that the, the sheer onslaught of tachyon particles coming out of the the particle fountain is the culprit here.
1: Okay. Probably um, a
0: side effect of what they're doing, and probably out of their control.
6: And just as a a a reference uh we were scanning the 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 fountain correct we don't have any information on the johnson right that's correct
4: um i do want to uh contact chief tech real quick though um go for tech uh chief tech there are probes out here that we cannot see and i want to know what information they are collecting i don't know if you have anything, my sensors are only doing so much. So basically I'm putting your
3: mind on this too. <laughs> yeah, well, we could maybe construct a probe or two of our own and send out there. I mean, there's a lot of interference, but oh, so just a second, oh, oh.
1: <laughs>
3: but, uh, but no, I think we could bring something up maybe. <laughs> Great, Um,
4: and that's it. That's all I wanted to do. What is it that you wanted to do, Olin?
0: Oh, no. Yeah. I mean,
2: I think I I think I kind of basically want to see what pieces are out on the field, if I can sense if I can sense the the general locations of our our various bogeys.
0: Okay, Um, let's do all of that while uh, Sam initiates repairs (laughs) and (laughs) uh, I mean, let's let's be honest. Romulans are clearly pretty insidious if they're going meta, and oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty messed up.
4: They got <laughs> Sam! And
0: they got Sam! So <laughs> no, no,
4: they got it's Sam! It's, it's now a captain. Wow, I love this. Okay, <laughs> so.
0: um, All right, so who would like to go first? You're going to try to design a probe, is that right, Xander? You're going to try to prep- prepare a probe? Yes. Okay, that's easy enough to program, so that's just going to be, that is going to be an engineering check for you. Okay. I'm good at that. Control engineering and with the Ross's help, that's going to be computers and engineering. Got it. Difficulty is two.
3: Would I also be able to use my focus of containment fields for this probe? Specifically protecting the probe from the interference so that we can keep in communication and uh, we'd be able to keep track of Mm -hmm. it. Okay. And then, yeah, that's all. Oh, I'm gonna spend one for cautious.
0: Okay, let's make your roll.
3: Okay,
2: two. Oh shit! Crit. Four. I rolled a natural one. Eee!
0: Nice, okay, so juice up on momentum. Um, oh, what was the difficulty anyway? Oops. difficulty was two. Oh, great, so uh,
3: nice. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so with flo- the floating momentum, could we have three probes then? One for each two that we would've lost?
0: If you spend two momentums, then I'll let you, I'll let you have three probes. We should right. do it. We got so we like had it.
3: four momentum that we would have had. Mm-hmm.
0: You had three floating. Yeah. Okay. So you, that's easy enough to do. It's a simple job of programming the torpedoes uh, or rather the probes in the tubes. It's a quick job. Ha- is Dari ty- is furiously working on the computer. She helps you come up with this. Uh, on the bridge, you hear friends say, one minute, 50 seconds. <sighs>
3: Uh, Chief Tech to Axio.
6: Go for Axio.
3: Commander, I could really use your expertise on this. We're going to be firing out these probes, but you can do these calculations in se- less than seconds. I uh, uh, Send me the specs, Chief. We'll load them up.
0: Okay. Specs appear at your con station. You see them just pop up on a hologram right in front of you, Axio.
6: All right. I would like to help in aiding these... Probes
0: successfully
6: get to their
2: targets. They can do it. Mm -hmm. Are they uploaded Um, with a holographic goose?
0: Yeah, that's painted on the side of the probe. Yeah. So here's what I'll do. I'm gonna say narratively, Exio using her computational skills is what narratively supplies you with the extra probes that you're using. Okay, cool cuz cuz XEO would have had to have rolled to an assist there and you already oh, sure. spectacularly succeeded. So we'll say that XEO's involvement is actually what gives you what you need. Oh, well I can apply this template to the other two probes that I was going to use and it's easy enough to upload and get it. that activated. So with XEO's help, you're able to you're going to be able to shoot three probes into the direction of the particle fountain. Go team. All right. Uh, anybody else before we initiate Olin was doing, uh... yeah. What's up, Olin? You wanted to try to sense things out there.
2: Yeah. I think Um, the first thing the, the, the biggest concern is the, is the one thing that we can't see that we really need to be able to see. And that's actually not what everybody thinks is the Johnson. We need to see if we can figure out where that is. Like they're the ones that are in distress. We need to figure out where they are.
0: So this was, this was actually, so you're trying to figure out where the Johnson is.
2: Yeah. If possible let's start um, there and then go go around the, around the circle
0: so closing your eyes you stretch out to try to find a, a presence any kind of mental presence picturing uh, the captain Amelia in your mind and the pictures that you've seen of her and like an image of the intrepid class that you remember seeing at space dock you start assembling a, a, sort of an, a mental architecture in which to anchor yourself to to find any presence of these people out there
2: Also a quick point of clarification. Was it the Johnson that had the uh, Betazoid Exo?
0: Ooh, that's, let me refer to my notes. It's been a hot minute, but good call.
6: Very good call.
0: It's been a hot minute. Um, uh, I think it was the Thunderchild actually. Yeah.
2: Hector ship. Got
0: yeah. it. Um, but either way reaching out you feel they're here and there are people who are alive that's the most you can get but you definitely sense the presence of people who are hanging on a feeling of desperation and hope
2: I think I got, I think I've got the Johnson out there. They're, um, they're in a tight spot, but they seem to be more or less. Okay. Good to know. Um, and Exo
6: right. Like we've got like a minute counter, correct?
0: Yes. The, the, um, you, well, you are actually, yeah, you're able to like tap into. Vryn's computer, so you absolutely know what's what the countdown is.
6: Yeah, at exactly a minute before she's going to make a big clap sound. Okay. Um, as a, a as like a all right, people, we've got exactly third like sixty seconds. It's time to get she wants to like alarm everyone so that the initial jump that everyone's waiting for prematurely happens. So they yeah. have a second to relax.
0: I love that because it's like clapping your hands to save Tinkerbell and a moment you did that, Sam appeared. <laughs> I believe.
2: <laughs> really. I do Clap believe in
1: crew. I do. Um, I, do I do. believe in captains. I do. I do. Um.
0: Um. And okay.
6: is, do we have any? Can I? Is there a way? I, I want to create an advantage that I've like prepped the crew from like premature fear. <laughs> if that's like a thing to like prepare, is like.
0: So to create an advantage, you can yeah. spend two momentum. And yeah. what that Let's will do it. is for the rest of the scene, what I will do is I will give the crew uh high morale. Okay. And basically on selected roles, I'll give them a bonus. I'll, I'll give them, uh, I'll reduce the difficulty by one.
6: Okay. So yeah, big, big clap alarm. I'm, I'm like looking for people to kind of do that quick jump and I'm mm-hmm. like, great. And then remind everyone that this is simultaneously a rescue mission of a possible Jashashian Station the Johnson, and uh, and that there are possibly two cloaked Romulan ships that will appear to be ready for surprise.
0: Okay. Crew responds. You can uh, Olin can definitely sense it. And
6: we're, we're still near the Jashashian station, correct? You're about to be. Yeah. And there are so, people still stationed on that, correct?
0: You're not sure. Right. There were when you left. There
6: were when we left, so that's, yeah. Um, Two enemies and two rescues, and we've got refugees on board. Let's make the Ross proud today.
0: All right. And with that, friends, counts down to 10, nine, eight, powering down the cells, now entering the sector.
3: The cells powered down.
0: You see on the screen, uh, go ahead and mark your powers up to full.
3: Yeah, oh, thank you. I was yeah. nervous. No,
0: the rules specifically state that your power completely refills once you change scenes. Hell yeah! So you I guys are at make full a power scene more often.
2: I did also want to try for uh, the um, the Tholian ship, but yeah, that was you're, why I was using your
0: sen- to using your
2: it, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. You're not really going to be able to get a sense or feel if they're here uh, until you can get an idea of whether or not if they're even in the... Se- All y'all know is that they're in the sector.
2: Okay, we don't know that they're actually... Yeah, it's hard to say theory. if they're out there. Alright, cool.
0: On the view screen, you see the long lines of star trails suddenly come into uh, single points as the Ross exits warp. <sighs> the moment she exits warp, uh, you see on the main view screen the particle fountain and the Dshashian, uh Observer Station. You also uh, immediately look at uh, an alarm begins to chirp on the sensors, indicating a Starfleet SOS in this sector. Um, it's being severely disrupted by the activity of the particle fountain, and at about that point is when you realize that communications out of the sector right now are damn near impossible. Um,
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Continue.
0: You can roll right now to do a sensor sweep and find out where you are, what's going on and what the situation is.
4: Yeah. Would love to do that. Um, um and then that SOS that we're getting, or maybe the, let's do the sensor
1: sweep first.
0: The, the sensor sweep will cover the SOS. Okay, great. You're basically, you're basically raising periscope and looking around to see what the hell is going on.
1: Cool. Taking so, momentum just in case.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're down to so two. The, yeah. Two. Cause of, because of the difficulties of the particle fountain, Three. um, because of the difficulty of the part of fountain the difficulty is going to be 3 so roll. so you got three successes what did the the Ross got one so gain one momentum i mean
5: i was out so believe your count not mine right so let's say three then
0: the tactical situation comes up on the main view screen adjacent in a small window holographically displayed for everybody to see what's going on you see the uss johnson is the first thing that pops up on the view screen she has been heavily damaged. She is adrift. Her port in the cell is completely sheared off, and you can see heavy plasma damage to across her hull. Power systems are fluctuating, and she is currently running on minimum life support. Um, she is completely adrift. It looks like she has taken heavy battle damage. Any life signs at all? You are detecting life signs, yes.
2: Okay.
0: Um, yeah, you are detecting uh, a couple of hundred crew members are still alive on board that ship.
2: Olin confirmed that earlier. So Yeah.
0: Um, the, the the Johnson is currently adrift. You also see, sure enough, your sensors are able to detect the 18 small objects that are currently in an expansive circle around the particle fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is all you detect as you enter the sector. Nothing else. Except for the minor fluctuations of those particles, which could at any moment pulse again and cause um, an energetic shockwave that could affect your shields and decloak the Romulans if they're here.
4: In in the same way that I did a analysis of like the blast pattern for the Kazinti freighter, can I do a, an analysis of what destroyed the hull here? I
0: won't have you roll for it. It's a dead match. Okay. It's it's not it's it's consistent with Romulan energy weapons. Yeah, Captain. And,
5: those look like the same Romulan disruptors. Uh, If we, since we're looking at it on screen, where on the halt, the nacelle has been sheared off, Uh, that is kinetic force, or some kind of a blast force, that doesn't sound uh, consistent with the disruptor itself, but the disruptors, are they on the fore, on the aft of the ship? I'm Uh, trying to sort of piece together a little bit of...
0: To get an idea of how they were attacked... Yeah. Um, You do see they are on the aft of the ship. You also see. um, uh, Let's see, hold on. You can also tell that as she is adrift and rolling, you're getting a tactical scan of her. It looks like she took damage on the y axis. So you're seeing you're seeing in you're seeing hull burns on her belly, basically, as well as sure enough, you're seeing what looks like plasma scoring all across her hull. Especially around that nacelle. It looks like it looks like portions of the, the ship that have been damaged have been cooked. They've just been completely warped by superheated energies.
6: Consistent with Romulan weapons?
0: Romulans are known for using plasma torpedoes, which literally light ships on fire in space when they hit them.
6: But they're
4: still at minimal life. Uh, Yep. So either we got here just in time, or
5: they're the bait for a mousetrop.
3: That Captain, this is Tech coming in from Engineering. This uh, interference may mess with any beaming procedures that Sing will have to do. I suggest we may have to get closer or uh, we have enough power for the tractor beam, if you'd like.
5: How far are we from the Johnson right now? Vren?
0: Prawl, you hear Prawl enters into some of the the coordinates and Vren swivels in the chair and says, about 18,000 kilometers, Captain.
5: All right. Uh, continue on. Keep the particle fountain at our aft. If the Romulans want to decloak and shoot up our tail, I want to put them in the more risky position to do so.
0: Captain, you hear Prawl sounding surprised. Captain, I'm... I'm receiving a hail on an encrypted channel.
4: Unknown who
0: Ah. who is sending it.
5: Look over to Olin. You ready? You might be up. On screen.
0: Popping up on screen, you see the grinning face of Captain Tagal of the IKS Kuvat. He leans forward in his chair and says, it's about time you got here, Captain. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting. There are Romulans to kill. Your Admiral told me that you were one ship short.
5: And so they sent their tallest, forgive our tardiness. It took a while to load this blood wine on, but after our victory, I'm sure we'll find cause to drink it.
0: We will not let the Shackleton Expanse fall to these fools. Today is a good day to kill. (laughs) And it cuts off immediately. (laughs) And Prawl says, we're receiving another hail captain. Please
5: be more friends. Please be more friends.
0: Put it on the screen and
5: disillusion me.
0: At at the same time the hails come through, you see in the main view screen, decloaking about 8,000 kilometers in front of the Ross is a Dderodix class warbird designated uh the rrw tamel popping up on screen um as the transmission is coming through and says captain that's not the warbird that's hailing us coming up on screen you see a very familiar face of ambassador pagino As he appears, he, you see his kind of smug look and as he spots you, Olin, and he says, ah, ambassador, I had hoped you would be along on this doomed mission so that I could look at you one more time.
2: I fail to understand why it is that you're doing this.
0: Perhaps then it would be best if I let my admiral, address you. He nods as he steps aside. And stepping into view, you see a Romulan with short cut blonde hair. With the features that look strangely humanoid. A cross between a human and a Romulan, but her eyes burn with cunning and the smile on her face is deadly. You know her well from Starfleet records, and you have heard her name dropped many a time since the Ross left space dock. This is the woman that has been a shadow player and has been conspiring against the efforts of the Ross since you all arrived in the Shackleton Expanse. And as she steps into view and she says, well, well, here we are at last. Captain, Hmm? tradition dictates that I should be allowed to give you and your crew a chance to surrender. We all know that this is simply an opportunity for you to speak and bluster, but I think since your death is near, it would be appropriate to allow you this one moment to try to convince your crew that you have a chance.
5: No, yes, we surrender, come over here and accept it.
0: Very well, Captain. Here we come. And it cuts off and Prawl says, Captain, the bird of prey in front of us is charging disruptors. And
5: the bird of prey in, decloaked
0: the warbird. Sorry, the warbird. Oh, okay. There's going to be a lot of birds yep. um, as, Stop! Stop! as he is saying that just off of the Ross's port side is the second bird of prey. The RRW Imperius decloaks. And because she is using a cloaking device, she is going to get initiative on you wow. so the first fired the first fired shot goes to the IRR the RRW Imperius. the shields are up y'all are at red alert my tank is full of threat and i'm rolling dice you are now in combat
2: can, with- can you not can you not roll dice <laughs> can
0: Aki raises a good point. Well done. (laughs) That was the battle. Uh, Thank you all for watching. (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) I would just like to
3: remind you that we have upgraded with a blade of armor.
5: I wasn't going to remind him until he decided to go do damage. I have fought
0: <laughs> Sam in battle in Star Trek Adventures enough times mm-hmm. to know that I need to pull every stop I've got. Oh no, oh no. So
5: we can
4: some stops.
0: Before now. I even reviewed the Ross's character sheet, I was already plotting on how oh the Imperius is no. going to act when she fought you guys. No. So we are going into this. Um, <clears throat> She is going to open fire. She is currently at long range. She is sending a plasma torpedo as a warning shot across your shields. So it's not the best opening salvo. Here we go. Gonna roll. Let's see. Uh as this you is going roll, to Mhm.
5: Uh could you tell me where the particle fountain is? Is it at oh, our like where is everybody?
0: Sure. So the particle fountain is currently dead ahead. Um just off of center of Dead ahead is the Romulan Warbird. About 18,000 kilometers to starboard is uh the is the Johnson and currently not in immediate danger. Right. Uh the station of course is up ahead and you have no idea where the cavat is, which is probably the way <laughs> probably the way the captain wants it. Sure. At the moment, anyway.
5: Okay, uh where is the station relative? One more time, sorry?
0: So the station's oh, dead, the dead ahead. Head? Okay. So the dead right. ahead. So right now, there's a warbird between you and the station.
5: Okay. Got it. Perfect. Thank you.
0: So does that all make sense? Yeah, this big three-dimensional combat space that we're, we're yeah, playing. You know,
5: we're only using two dimensions right now. No problem.
0: That's true. We're well, all on the
5: plane as the ecliptic here. Oh, we're about to cause pain to the ecliptic
0: here. Let's go. Theoretically, we're using two dimensions right now. There's, oh, still, a third There's still another might, ship out there that hasn't. <laughs> yeah, Others All might
5: right. be doing other things. We're using two.
0: Difficulty three on the torpedoes. I'm going to roll control security. Uh, okay, so that's one. And then the weapon security assist from the ship. So I'm going to gain two momentum as I hit you,
4: mm-hmm.
0: two threats. Uh, and that is going to cause, let me roll some damage. Okay, we do have a resistance of eight, I believe, mm-hmm. if that comes into play. It does come into play. Resistance subtracts from the total amount of damage that you take. Um, after you take this damage, and the resistance eats it up, you're going to apply what's left over to the shields. But there's not okay. going to be any. Cause...
5: Or he re-rolls for more damage, thereby spending down his threat. Everything is resources.
0: Mm. Yep, I'm spending two threat for piercing. Oh! So I'm gonna reduce your resistance down by two. Huh. A oh, Wait, hold on one second. Does that ignore
5: resistance?
0: It reduces your resistance. Okay. Uh, because benefit. it could
5: come out of the resistance from scale, if you wanted to think of it, uh-huh. it's fungible, ultimately.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Penetration, one momentum, re- oh, so for per momentum spent, so it's actually reducing your resistance by four. Because it's one momentum ignores two resistance per momentum spent. I spent two.
3: That's two four. Good on. Hey, y'all are going to be
0: doing it too. Do it, I know, do, it, do, do, it. You do it. Do it. Do it. Right. You just have
5: much more than we do right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, I'm going to spend one threat to reroll that. Okay. And okay, so I got do that as much as you want. Three, five,
3: six. Maybe not as much. Uh, but-
0: <laughs> all right, that is going to be a total of six points of damage. Um, but it's vicious. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 points of damage from the torpedo. 11?
5: That's over onto shields.
0: What's the resistance? Four. What is your resistance Resistance down to? Four.
5: Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, so 11, four. so minus four. So seven into shields.
0: Seven into shields, and okay. that's enough to cause a breach because you take five damage.
6: Um, Not to be that guy, but didn't yeah, you up? say that while we were in this field, we take one
0: extra damage to shields? Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. You'll oh, take I thought meter. that
6: was on the pulse.
0: Oh no, that's okay, in so that's that's, in the that's a trait. That's a trait of the scene. Here. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: That's a trait of the scene. So All we're right. down to nine shields.
3: Yep. So let me uh, pull up. Yeah. You hear panic just coming up from engineering. That really was a, a bad hit. We should not take another hit like that. If they were aiming to hit us again, we should not. It. We should move because <laughs> I can't give any more power to shields. Captain. Okay.
0: Okay. So I'm going to roll a die here. Find um, some. We're
5: going to be taking many more.
0: 14. That's damage to the structure. Okay. So you take one breach. So I'm marking that down. Um, You're basically the hull was hit hard. I'm gonna roll a challenge die, and if an effective roll, a random character in the ship has been injured. These injuries are considered to be lethal.
2: Uh, Go on. I swear, if you kill, I roll.
0: I roll an effect. I'm rolling a die now to see who just got injured from this. Oh no. Okay, so that's gonna be six, seven, eight. Uh...
1: When they say our days are numbered, he's not kidding, we're numbered! Lethal
5: injury means that you need to treat by the end of the scene. Uh, it does not mean
1: insta-murder. Uh, okay? Unless I'm the one who's injured, and I'm already there.
0: There oh. is
5: no answer that we are going to find pleasing.
0: Okay, so LaCat, you're your console explodes in front of you.
1: Oh no! Um, Typical Star Trek explosion console.
0: The impact of the torpedo on the hull of the ship causes the bridge to rock. And there is a bright spark in front of you. It's the last thing you remember before your mind is rocked and you hit the deck. You all watch in horror as, everyone is kind of tossed aside from the impact of the torpedo and as everyone does the shift and shimmy and throw LaCat that, that console you watch LaCat basically fly out of her chair and roll to the ground with horrible burns across the side of her face um, she is unconscious and you can hear the cr- you can hear crying out as she rushes over to her you can hear Asmi Shanto go "Medic! medical emergency as she rushes down the ramp and collapses next to LaCat. One of the ox crew members jumping into the science station as it's smoldering and just puts retardant all over it and just causes the the fire dip down. You can see the lights fluctuating across the console. Uh, LaCat, you don't know where you are right now. It's wow. your world I just think, got rocked.
4: Yeah, yeah, like you hear her like groan upon impact. I think that like, if she was any more conscious, she would have done like, a, I'm fine, keep going, but she, I don't
0: here's, think- here's the, here's the great part though. Yeah. You are a main cast member. Yeah. You can spend momentum to shrug it off. Oh. Is it? You, can oh. Spend, you can spend two momentum to ignore, ignore a lethal hit. And basically, I think I'm okay. Can I So you But you can that? only do it once. <laughs> if you do it a second time, it increases in how much momentum it costs and difficulty to get away with it. An
4: but ultimate you, game, baby. Let's yeah. do
0: it. <laughs> okay, so spend two momentum, LaCat. And you kind of just like, what, what happened? And Asmi, is, you see Asmi looking down at you. One minute you're at your station, the next minute you're on the ground.
4: Yeah, I, uh, 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 um, I'm okay, I'm okay. She like grabs onto uh, Asmi's shoulder and like uses it to like stand up and like goes back for her, uh, her dashboard, but is it completely shot to hell?
0: No, the science station did not actually tip physically, t- it was a power surge. Okay, the station great. managed to protect itself, so the breach is not going to affect the science station, but it was enough to cause injury. Um, uh, just as push, me, just to, just to play this along, the, the ops crew member sees you coming back over to the science station and gets up and, and steps aside, and Wait, as you slide back into the chair... Don't
4: go too far. <laughs> stay right here.
0: Shanto um, immediately produces a hypo spray and... It doesn't help you except for anything with the pain. Um, that was their opening round. Thank you. So the Imperius got, got to go first. And now we are in actual combat. So you have on one hell. breach. Hmm. Um, so you guys are going to be... Uh, it's now your action. What would you like to do? You are sandwiched between warbirds. And if both I mean- of them are going to be firing on you.
2: This is not a tasty sandwich.
4: Captain, I can scan for weaknesses if you want me to.
0: Uh, I'll come in through comms,
3: too. Captain, I suggest uh, if you... If we could, I could take some time to regenerate
0: power to shields. Yes. It's whoever you want to go next. Any one of the crew member gets to take an action, or the captain can order somebody on their action.
5: Yes, we're gonna need those shields, but... I feel like this commander over here would tell me something about the best defense. So start scanning for weaknesses on the Imperius. Let's shoot at their Admiral and make them a little nervous.
0: In that case, Sam is using their command action to give Ravity an extra action this turn. So, it
5: wasn't. I wasn't. I was just flavoring.
0: Oh, well then I'll who get, wants to go, the go like, the
5: the to go first? It's I was just like, it's LaCat's turn. You were telling LaCat
0: to go first? Okay, so Kat, go ahead and roll to scan for weakness. Sweet.
1: i will not be mm. directing.
0: Um, What's the difficulty, and
1: how? And we only have one momentum. But if the difficulty, we should you should take it and build more if we can. Um, the difficulty is one
4: plus one per range beyond close.
0: So uh, that's going to be two, three, a total of four difficulty because right. they're at range. They're at we long range. This. They're at long range, and of all the particle interference.
4: And um, this is uses one power, just an
0: FYI. Uh, yep. Okay, subtract one roll. point of power. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
1: And someone roll for the Ross. But yeah. Take the take the momentum, rave. Yeah. And, and uh, use actually,
0: that you actually, rave in yeah. the new rules. Scanning for weakness does not cost a power. Oh, oh, nice. Yep.
4: Okay, great. The Klingon
0: core book says it does not. It is no longer Cute. listed as costing you one power. We always um, go by the Klingon core book.
4: Okay. <laughs> so book. I don't know if this counts in this situation, but you tell probably not. Actually, never mind. <laughs> I was going to be like duty and discipline. Can I use this? And I was like, no. This is pretty clear language. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna just go ahead and roll, but I'm gonna take an extra dice, use the momentum
0: mm-hmm, for that.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Oh shit! Okay, I got a two of five and a seven. Oh, oh
0: shit. shit! Wait, so are two of those
4: crits then? <laughs> I nice. Think so? Yeah.
0: nice.
1: So. Nice. Okay. So that's six total. So that so means we get two momentum. We have two. Nicely
0: momentum. done, Ooh, Thank
1: you, Ravity.
0: So the next attack on that vessel before the end of your next turn is going to automatically gain piercing two. Nice. Further, any two any D20s purchased for the next attack automatically inflict one extra die of damage per D20 purchased. Nice. Nicely done. A really smart use of that. Uh, it's going to be their action. Unless you guys oh. spend to keep... The initiative. What is that? A one I think we should spend
4: to use Keep the initiative. We no. know their
5: weakness at this point. Um, the only time it would be worth would be for Rally for more momentum because we're going to need to spend a lot when we hit. But oh, yeah. at that point, uh, spending for the quick to action. Oh, no. Prawl actually gives it to us for free. <gasps> oh, that's
0: right. Prawl gives it to so you for free. Get yep, he just gets it.
5: Um, so we yes, at this point initiative. we can rally or we can uh, breaches. I honestly want to try to build up as much momentum as we can before we start shooting because I think that's going to be shoot and then direct to shoot. But we mm-hmm. have to spend yeah. on re rolls. We have to spend on probably even more piercing. I can. We have to a build up roll. as big a pool as we can get oh, before yeah. we shoot. Yeah, you
0: can give Praw if you want. Vren can uh, initiate an in- evasive maneuvers as well to make you harder to hit.
5: Uh, yes, but that'll also affect our firing solution.
0: That is very true. But it is two to one right now. Let's uh, hope it doesn't stay that way. we're also outside
5: of our optimal range for our phasers, which means that we're attacking at a difficulty three right now, unless we use torpedoes, at which point we will also be attacking at a difficulty three because torpedoes make sense.
0: Um, it's worth noting that uh, Prawl is optimized for using phasers.
5: Yep, so. exactly. So yeah. we're eventually going to want to uh, use Ren to move in, but... All
2: of this is to say right now we rally. Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can mm.
2: I can do a rally roll.
0: Sure. Yes. All yes. right. So you're gonna rally?
2: Yeah. Rally is a difficulty zero roll as well.
0: So Great. you inspire the crew with a war cry leading them into battle. At least that's what the Klingon book says you do. <laughs> Attempting a presence plus command task, difficulty zero, and this generates momentum that you can use either straight away or save for the pool. So yeah, this is juicing up on momentum.
2: Yeah. Um
0: I I would
2: I, I think that basically um Uh, The moment uh, Olin saw uh, LaCat go down, uh, Mm -hmm. they probably noticed that that really rattled the rest of the bridge crew. And knowing that the captain and the EXO are kind of trying to focus on strategy stuff right now, they sort of look to the other members of the bridge crew and uh, kind of give them a nod um, of encouragement and say, stay focused, everyone. We have a lot of work to do. And uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Make your roll. The difficulty is zero.
6: Cool. presence
0: plus command
6: a question for reference are yep. help roles allowed during like combat initiative when only one player gets to um take a turn
0: you mean assist can you yeah assist, assist. In with this um
6: in initiative it's its own action
0: yeah that's, that's
6: uh, what i'm wondering just like for reference
0: are assist actions
5: it's on the I, reference on the command sheet
0: yeah if yeah, if it's if it says it's a task, then it counts as your full action. Otherwise I might rule that it's a minor action, but you would be using your minor action.
6: It lists
5: whether or not it is. Uh, it says yeah. it on
6: there just as generic shit combat
3: tasks.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's then It's not it, a minor action. Then it's not a minor action, it's a full task. Yeah. So uh, you could assist, but that would be your task for the for the combat. No worries. Uh, Um, So what did you roll?
2: I haven't rolled yet, sorry. Okay, that's okay. Uh, Two successes.
0: Okay, generate two momentum. The bridge crew stiffens up. The aux crew is laser-focused at this point. Uh, Seeing one of theirs injured, and then... Stiff upper lip, that right back into the science chair, and then scan for weakness has actually motivated a lot of them to uh, to activate. You know their no bullshit circuits. <laughs> Everyone is kind of in full uh, focus mode as they resume their positions. Can um, the previous
6: the... morale uh, advantage also add to that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So uh, that's going to be y'all's turn. This means it's going to be the Tamel's turn. And they are going to, as all of this is happening, they are going to use their action to close uh, the range. Mm. So they're going to make a helm action, maneuver. That's going to cost them impulse. They're going to move to closer range. That's going to cost them one power. As they generate, and they come into closer range. Uh, and then they gain a minor action. They are going to... That's going to be their action for the round. Their helm station is they move... They start closing in on you guys, basically. So they move uh, from... Yeah, from long range to... Let's see, is this a full action? It is, yeah. It's a control... Oh, I can generate threat from this. Okay, so control, con, difficulty is zero... Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I get three threat. Boo. Uh, and that's their action for the rounds. So, uh, and now, the Kovat is decloaking. Kavat is going to decloak. That's going to cost them power. So, I eight Decloak. Uh the Kavat is currently in long range of everyone. However, the Kavat is also going to uh, you know, uh the Kavat is going to use its disruptor banks and open fire on the Imperious. Let's see if we can get their attention. All right, so let's see. What it's a talented crew. Uh okay, here we go. Making the roll. Um. (laughs) yeah, that's going to hit, <laughs> let's see, that's going to be uh, using the disruptor banks, that's 10, no, that's, no, I'm sorry, I was using a torpedo, so that's 7, so two, four, six, seven. 7, it's not, ooh, so 1, oh, no, but it's not, it's, so it's 4, okay, so what is the resistance on Imperius? Six. That's going to reduce its shields. So, uh, the Imperius takes a torpedo hit, and Kuvat is going to spend uh, his own. I'm going to fung- I'm I'm using the I'm using Kuvat to sort of mirror what y'all are doing to even the odds here. So Kuvat is going to actually spend its next minor action to move within range, but it's not going to generate momentum. So he opens fire. He does basically what the Imperius does, and returns the favor in kind as a photon torpedo gets launched out of the decloaking uh, Vorcha class warship. And he's going to spend his point of power and get right in the Romulans' faces. He moves right up into close range. So that that Vorcha class battleship comes bearing down on the Imperius. And that's going to be his action. It is now going to the top of the turn. So, your turn. It's the USS Ross. What are y'all doing?
5: Let's move in on the Imperius. That's also going to, by consequence, open the range back up with the Tamel mm-hmm. and frustrate them. Uh, but I want to go from long to medium with uh, with respect to the Imperius before we fire. Okay. We're Friendly setting it all, all up and then hoping it's a good hit. <laughs>
0: Vryn says, Hi Captain, taking us in. And he's going to roll. Uh, who wants to roll for the ship assist here? This is uh, this is gonna be, yep, during control. Uh I by the way, when I leveled up Vryn, I gave him a focus in Ross class starship. So everything he does with this ship hey, is now a focus when he flies it. Because you is can actually specialize a, is in this class
2: starships. Engines con?
0: Uh for the for the or ship. <clears throat> Control to oh to move, uh, impulse is uh, it's control a control con contest for him, engines con for the ship. Difficulty engines is zero. Cool. So, control con, uh, oh, Jesus. he rolls, Vren rolls a four and a two, so that's going to generate two critical hits. Mm-hmm. So, four successes from Vren,
2: only one, so close to a crit. Five
0: successes. Y'all move. The Ross immediately responds to Viren's commands as the Ross begins to just turn sharply to port and just and goes up the Y-axis. You are now closing in and within what was it? Medium range now of the Imperius. You have a ton of generated extra momentum here you could spend to keep the initiative if you wanted to.
5: Uh,
0: I suggest that we do
3: to uh, generate shields again.
5: My inclination. Uh, it's your call, Captain. The question is whether we do that before or after we shoot. I was, I've always intuitively thought of engineering as like the cleanup phase.
3: Hmm. Uh, well, we took a we're, we're pretty dead. We need some cleanup a little bit. We oh, do. Right. Um,
5: By also like, because shooting is hungry mm. and restoring shields will eat as much momentum as you want to give it pretty much. It's true. Uh, we see how much we have left over after we shoot has been my thought. Copy. Because um, I think we can take one more hit before we really need cleanup, oh, which would be. Oh boy,
3: that's great. Huh? That's a good. You thought know, we play near have. the, we, we, we play close share to that thought, huh? Don't we? Close okay. to the middle. Um,
5: <laughs> that said, we can either keep the initiative or, uh, we create an advantage and make the firing solution itself easier. Spend two of our three spillover momentum uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
5: on perfect positioning.
0: I love it as a as a surgical person. strike. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: But uh, I love I love the uh, the long time like the long held tradition of captains making their engineers nervous. <laughs> 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 right. so What are you doing? is always difficult.
5: Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, I can't think of one more thing for. Uh, that final momentum, unless anyone else has an idea, the final spillover.
0: You uh, do you want to? Okay, so you're using this momentum specifically to do what now? You're...
5: uh we used two of our three spillover from uh-huh. that absolutely monster roll uh, uh-huh. to create an advantage. Uh, okay, that will serve for our firing. Um, we ha- that means we have one spillover left, and then we have six. That go to the pool i was trying to think this? if there's like a good studious if there's a good question or something
0: if you burn that three mo- how about this if you burn that one last momentum i will allow the ross to remove the trade that is hindering both movement and firing in the in the sector
5: done
0: <gasps> okay so the ross through through vren's genius through Lacat's scanning through Prawl's uh calculating firing solutions all managed to compensate for the interference you are no longer being affected by the interference of the particle fountain The Ross's, uh, like, the fuzziness of the Ross's uh, computer readout begins to, like, sharpen up, and you have a clear shot now. You are no longer at increased difficulty
1: for the rest of this combat.
0: Um, Okay, so that is gone. Uh, That's going to be the Ross's turn, then. That means it's going to be the Imperius's turn. Uh, The Imperius has got a problem. She is currently being flanked by the Ross and a Vortia-class battleship. Uh, The Ross she might be able to stand toe-to-toe with. A Klingon coming behind you is going to make it impossible. So she is going to use her action to initiate evasive maneuvers on her end. So that is going to be a one power cost. Um, uh, She gauges, uh, let's see, evasive. It's a daring con with a difficulty of one assisted by the ship's structure and con. If successful until the next turn. All attacks targeting the ships are, uh, are increased by a difficulty of one. So here we go. Uh, That is going to be a success. See if I generate any more momentum. No more momentum, sadly, um, but it is going to increase. Okay, so the Imperius engages in a defensive measure. So it's at plus one difficulty. At this turn so the ross as the ross begins to close in on the imperious captain you can see sila knows exactly what you're up to and can see what what the battlefield is looking like and she very wisely decides it's time to move a little bit <laughs> and the the immediately engages impulse drive and you see her maneuvering into to get into a better shot um she's doing the right thing at that particular point because the advantages were the the battlefield is about to turn against her dramatically in that particular moment um that's the imperious is The the Imperius does their action. Tamel is going to spend another point of power and close that gap one more time and is now up on the behind of Ross. So now pretty much everyone is in close range of each other, except for the Ross, who is in medium range of the Imperius and, uh, and medium range of the Klingon vessel. So the Ross is the one who has more optimal phaser range. Everybody else has moved up into the crowd of combat.
5: Yes, but Romulans run with disruptor, so I don't find it especially comforting. Are we not? We started long range relative to Tamel, yes? And then they close to medium, and then we
0: impulse will let you out. close to anywhere within long range on a okay. single action. So um actually the Tamel would stick to medium range at this point. So they're gonna use their action because you basically, when you moved again. You put distance between the two of you and went back to long range. So they're going to use their action to move back into medium range, and that's their action for the turn. And now it's the Kuvat's turn, Uh, and he's going to open fire now because he is at medium range. And even though it's not optimal, he is going to unload with Disruptor Cannons. So the increased difficulty and it's increased difficulty because they are invasive maneuvers so it's a difficulty four to hit them right now with these disruptor cannons the klingons open fire on the romulans uh not necessarily intelligently but definitely hungrily uh and uh you know what i'm gonna burn a value because this is actually a major npc (laughs) uh i've waited too long for glory is actually his value (laughs) so he is going to achieve two automatic successes and i roll a crit so i get four on the dot I get four on the dot. So, the Kuvat is going to hit the Imperius with Disruptor Cannons, which are brutal. They do 11 damage, 7 base die, so two, four, six, eight, 10. I'm rolling 11 challenge dice. And they have Vicious 1. I roll three, four, five effects. So two, four, six, eight, ten 10 points of freaking damage. 10 points of damage. That is going to cause a breach. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, uh, yeah. The Kuvat. I mean, I'm telling you, these, these Klingon warships, they are designed. So, uh, okay, let me roll a d20 to find out where. Uh, oh nope it's just one breach I forgot they've actually simplified this so right now you guys would be able to detect this LaCat you would be able to see this on your sensors but even though um, it made it past its resistance so yeah holy shit that's a lot of damage Uh, okay so right now Sila's Warbird is impacted it loses its next round in combat so when it's its turn again it cannot go and it's going to reduce... It's going to lose two power. So the Imperius loses its next action. She's exposed this turn. And takes monster damage to her shields. Uh, that's going to bring her shields down. Good lord. This is why you don't fight Klingons, y'all. Don't fight Klingons. Uh, let's see. So 15. Uh, that's going to be... So power is... Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's the Kavat's turn. And now we're back up to uh, the Ross.
5: Are you just going to let them show us up like that, (laughs) Prawl?
0: Prawl smiles at you and says, Hey, Lecat, thanks for this. And he nods to you as he opens fire on the Imperius.
5: That will be net (laughs) difficulty two. It's a base of two plus one uh, for the evasive maneuvers, minus one for the advantage we created.
0: Okay, so base attack of two, then. And mm-hmm. uh, would I? may I please spend momentum to gain may. an extra d20 for this? Yes, me.
4: Okay. Yay! Okay! Five. Go, Prawl! So I'll tell you, so I'll
0: tell you what Prawl roll, and I need you to um, <coughs> roll the well, If he wants to value him.
5: out here, he's free, you know? You know that. what? Yeah. let do
0: it. He'll use a value. Yeah, let's go all in on this. Let's get that momentum. Let's go all in. Prawl has seen his enemy. You heard what he said during his uh, log. I'm going to use his value, making me scared makes me scary. Ooh.
1: Ooh. That is the best value. Can I write that down and put it on a... So it. two,
0: Good. oh my God. Good.
5: Did Ross succeed as well? We get a uh, weapon. Oh, I'm going to take
0: a picture of that. Excellent. I rolled three ones.
5: <laughs>
0: Pro, I'm taking Pro a is picture.
5: Scary!
4: Paul woke uh, up
0: and
5: scary. chose violence. Plus all
0: that uh, roll, damage. Wow, so I'm posting 20. that on Twitter. <laughs> 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 Paul rolled three ones. Wow. Um, we have a we have successes. a
2: success from Ross as well.
0: Two, the, no successes. Nine
2: successes. One, two,
0: nine, nine. Is that a record? No, we've hit nine before. We hit nine, nine once.
2: Ten or it's, eleven has, is, is, 10 is ten is the rec- is the current
5: okay. uh, record I believe
0: so i'd like one of you all you can roll damage you can activate uh you can get piercing you have a whole slew of options before you right now that you can activate but right now um take the d6 challenge dice and roll for ross's phasers
1: i say our captain or commander should
0: roll you for can, damage. But before you do before you do tell me what the momentum spin is going to be
5: uh all right, quick maths, uh, we were at five prior, we have seven, that means we're at six spillover momentum on top of a full pool. We effectively have 12 momentum yep. in the ether right now.
0: Yep. Uh,
5: I propose that the dump most efficient thing one. is to dump, is we have two piercing already.
3: huh. And yeah, with uh, precision cutting for our phasers.
5: Uh, does that give us more piercing?
3: I think it automatically grants one piercing.
5: So we're at three piercing. Their resistance, if they're our scale, is six.
3: Yeah, I would think so. Which means mm-hmm. that... Six or eight, yeah.
5: Well, we have the extra two from the Oh, ablative, that's right,
3: the ablative. Um, which,
5: yeah. uh, you know, Ren would know whether or not they have, which I don't believe they do. Uh, so that means we need to spend down to ten, so two of our uh,
2: Real spillover
5: momentum. to get them all the way down to no resistance um, before anything else goes through.
1: Buh-bye, okay.
5: bye um, From there, <laughs> I, I think we spend another four, four of our uh, six spillover
3: uh-huh, uh-huh.
5: for additional dice. We could go higher than that if we want. I don't think that's bad, actually. Like, Let's
3: we just need to spend five. enough to maybe
5: do like two re-rolls for damage.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, but I think we'll still be sitting comfortably at the end of that, so sure, yeah. Uh, we'll have one spillover as a as a re-roll to start. See how that goes, see how we like it. Uh, so that's an additional five dice of damage. We can also spend power into it if we like.
3: We uh, are, yeah.
1: And that, um, my friend, is why power. Sam is our captain. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what we're up against.
5: Well, I mean, that's what it takes when we see what happens on yeah. one hit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Woof.
3: Mm-hmm. We've got power yeah. to we spend need to hit on this. Hit. Mm-hmm. We have power you, to
5: spend on it. Uh and we get an additional because it's a phaser, we get an additional die per power spent. Do we want we're at we have what, a total of fifteen power? Fifteen. And we spend it on other things, I grant. We do. Uh, But I think we can. it's worth putting, and we're not going to get to recycle them that often because you're going to be stuck uh, restoring shields. That said, I feel like we put another three in.
3: Here we go, Captain. I'm here with you.
5: All right. So I believe that is a total of 16 damage dice. Uh, Eight Ah! for our basic phasers, five from the additional spend uh, from the momentum, and then another three from our power. Uh, And... Yeah. Resistances. Well, you dosed. You,
0: mm-hmm. you ready me? for
6: fireworks.
0: Yeah. Ross has been spinning the past two rounds of combat lining up this shot. So take it.
6: All
5: right,
0: you he's rolling
3: 16d6. Do you want to computer it or? I can How roll it if you everybody want. I've got rolls the six
0: sides here. I mean,
5: you are I mean, crawl, Eric.
0: Okay, I'll roll it.
5: Uh so, yeah. You get, to, you get to have this. Two, Since you four, rolled the three six, ones, we eight, need
0: ten, 12 so I'm gonna roll extra dice after this. All right. All right, so here we go.
5: Oh, we ran him out of dice. Good, we did well.
0: Uh okay. Pulling also, this sides. means you hang have on to anything that's out. a three
5: or four. We're gonna re-roll those later.
0: Uh there are three dice that did not come up with anything. Do you wanna re-roll them? Uh, I haven't finished rolling yet, so let right, me. exactly. Let me... Finish
5: rolling, just know that
1: you're gonna okay, re-roll those.
0: So uh let's let's Write it down if you have to. So four, okay, uh, uh, okay, so three. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! All right, so uh So three, three of these dice did not come up with anything. Uh, three of, rolled up. Of, I rolled, oh, I rolled one, two, three, four, five effects, <laughs> and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. That are not effects. That's not effects. Uh, I rolled a one-one, a two-two, one, a two, two, one, and then six, 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 six.
5: One plus two. <laughs> oh, isn't that Ross? Alright, we really yeah. three, see what we came up with. Alright, yep. so let's
0: roll those three. Uh and those final three, I rolled two more effects.
1: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh. Uh, my good, This was like the well, we can go home now. <laughs> uh can
5: someone Real quick, the the effects for phasers—they always escape me.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: <clears throat> uh, I also know we have the. Uh, uh, there's a thing you can do with phasers.
0: You can do uh, multi shot. Uh, a half again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, I we want to. We we want to do that half. Phasers again. Full I spread, think we just get it basically. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's one where you can multi-target, and there's one where you can do into another system. Yeah! 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 I think we want into another system. I think we're we're focus firing because that's going to make the Tamel very nervous uh, to have their flagship getting hard focused. If I'm very lucky, it's like chest and I feel like they have to interpose uh to save from check.
0: So what do you got for the uh for the
3: phaser effects? Uh I was trying to look it up, I can only find the I know
5: and
0: phaser one. Cause it's damage uh, effectively. The but... good news is is I actually have <laughs> The effects tables open because I anticipated this being a thing. Yeah. So, (laughs) so the good news is uh, this is available to me. So, impact damage, okay, disabled. Uh, Man, y'all ain't, y'all ain't messing around. Prawl, that was the, that was probably the role of Prawl's career. Yeah. (laughs) That was like, that was the biggest sucker punch he has ever given on board the Ross. All just like, he really did not that,
5: want to be shown up.
0: Lining that shot up. Okay, so what qualities does does the phaser have again? Um, it was precision cutting. Precision. It's... The attack ignores X of the target's total resistance per per effect rolled. So it's going to ignore all of the resistance of it. Great. It's oh, so yeah. it was ignoring
5: all the resistance anyway. It ignores yeah. all
0: the resistance. Precision cutting means it ignores com- all the resistance uh, that is uh, that is offered up by the ship. Wow. So
5: we didn't even need this it was just piercing.
0: The um, yeah so uh so i'm gonna factor in the damage then that's a total of uh, let's see so that was a total that wasn't every okay so that was a total of
5: everything went through
0: yeah everything went through so let's see two three four okay so four five six uh okay uh that is gonna cause a breach (laughs) Um, the shields you've been
6: breached the
0: shields on the Imperius drop you. And I now have to calculate its breach because you just smashed the crap out of the Imperius. Oh. Uh, the Ross's phaser strike at its underbelly basically drilled through the bottom of the hull and caused a visible ship breach to the outer hull. Um, you could see it from space. Okay, so it is there. now <laughs> Full damage can be evolved. Okay, so while the, yeah. Okay, so it is now damaged. Uh Total number, uh, let's see, that's going to be, that's three, yep. That's over half of its scale in breaches, so it is now a damaged vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now, uh, total number of breaches, the NPC ship suffered, okay, so increase the difficulty of all tasks by two. So to hit the Ross... It's its difficulties, including because it has not removed the trait that is affecting weapon systems. It has a default difficulty of four before it even tries to open fire on you now. So wow. it needs it needs maximum successes right now to hit the Ross. You are at a maximum difficulty of five to even hit you right now because of how weapon how damaged the ship is. You guys can see the outer hull. You can see the breach as the phaser shot goes lancing right through the bottom of the bird of prey and strikes on the underside of its top part because it's hollowed out in the middle. You can see the scorch mark of that bird of prey and you can see the horrible effect of what happens when ships full of people get exposed to space. There's a brief moment where you see debris begin to spread across from the bird of prey. She, Her light, you can see the power on her ship fluctuate for a moment. She's still in the fight, but she is bloodied. That oh. hit seriously, seriously damage the Imperius. And any responsible captain at this stage would be retreating. It's not their turn yet, though. Uh, um, just for,
1: awesome. just for narration purposes, mm-hmm. can, uh, can we cut down to Medbay and have yes, like absolutely. a live feed, a live feed of the, the battle of the view screen up from the bridge? Uh, sitting there in the med bay with Sorax, watching the breach happen, being like, uh, uh, uh. uh.
0: Sorax is unconscious, but oh, he's gonna I'll, be- I'll, he's-
1: I'm gonna hypospray him just for a few minutes. <laughs> Wake up, I don't see. care about your medical
0: condition. He's you to and,
1: <laughs> and then knock him back out again, he'll be fine. He, okay, it's no, worth no, it. See. All
0: right. Okay, um, I'll, I'll
1: just save it on the pad for when he wakes up. Do we want to I- spend I- two and take another shot?
3: Well, I, okay. Just also for flavor, kind of too. Uh, as we see this happening, uh, te- could we uh, start beaming like the the any survivors that we see into the
0: break From uh, that would be a task. You okay. you can't attack twice. You get uh, you get to hold the initiative, so you can get to go again, but you wouldn't be so able to shoot again. So what I would again.
5: strictly be doing would be uh, maintaining the initiative, using it to take the direct task and directing Pearl to fire again with my assist. Ah. Uh,
0: okay. Yes. You can, use, you can use the direct task and tell Prawl to shoot again, yes.
5: I would like to do that. Um, and because until the for, end of
0: your next term, the scan for weakness is still in effect. That was yeah. what I was about to say. Yep. We have that. Because we have our advantage. So. LaCat set that golf shot up for you guys. <laughs> okay. And now, all right, so Prawl's going to shoot again. May I please yep. burn a point of momentum for that yes, third die? Yes, that will bring yes. us down to yeah. three yeah.
5: Um, yeah, And sorry. I'll be rolling to assist because it's direct task. Okay,
0: it's not as spectacular this time. Uh, right. Paul rolls a 12, and eight, and a 14. That's All three of those are gonna be successes.
1: And but none of, them, be...
0: none of those are crits. Yeah. No help That's from gonna Ross. be enough to hit, though. Mm-hmm. None from uh, Ross? No. You one still needed just three, okay, it's cool. So, no, we uh, only much... needed two. Yeah. Uh,
5: because of the thing that we so created. So gain one oh, momentum. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, right. How much damage is that gonna do?
5: All right. We have one uh, okay, so uh, we can't get nearly as spendy on this. Because uh, I want to save some for shields in a moment as well. Uh, we have I think four we actually. In the
3: pool. Hmm?
5: We uh, have yes, four exactly. in the
3: pool, right? Yeah.
5: Okay. Yep. 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 Four in the pool. So I say uh, we just do the phaser damage on this one uh, and spend whatever we might need to to reroll for damage. Okay. Uh, so but phaser damage. Like focus damages. on damage. Uh, see whether or not effects come up to earn us our piercing anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, also, but just I feel age. like we don't need to. I feel like we won't need to scan for uh, for weaknesses again. There's a hole in the yeah, ship. We
0: found it. Um, okay, yeah, 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 we weakness. found
1: the weakness.
5: <laughs> what,
0: what's the damage am I rolling? What damage am I rolling? Eight. Two, four, six, eight. I roll one, two, three, four, five, six, and one effect. One effect for the precision.
5: Okay. One. Uh, that gets it. All right. Uh, so. You said how many didn't hit?
0: Uh, Three of them did not hit.
5: All right, Uh, so of our uh, four momentum, I think one to reroll damage and one for the rest of the piercing. Uh, We didn't get quite enough based on the scan plus the precision.
0: I rerolled and I got an additional effect, no other successes.
5: Okay. Um, oh, so that actually takes us the rest of the way. We don't have to spend yep. uh, the third one. Good.
0: So we're at three momentum. So a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight damage that ignores resistance. That ignores
5: everything, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: so that's going to, uh, let me mark that mm-hmm. down. Uh, let's say eight damage that's going to cause another breach. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you we see the impact again. <laughs> you see the impact again. The next phaser strike impacts just underneath the chin of the bird of prey. You can see the phaser marks blasting through, basically searing the hull raw as it doesn't have any shields to protect it. Um, and that's going to be the Ross's action. That was a hell of a round. What's the look on Prowl's face right now? <laughs> Prowl is, Pearl is very, looks at you and kind of gives a wink. A cat. Very grateful for the for the uh, <laughs> for the smashing role that you did and giving him what he needed to attack. Um, wants a sniper. Yep. Yeah. So now it's the Imperius's turn. Um, the Imperius is going to uh,
6: explode. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, the Imperius is actually going to. Send, let's
1: see. Sila, go bye bye. Goodbye, Sila. The Imperius is going
0: to try to remove one of these breaches Mm. on its action. Difficulty is three. But the difficulty of all tasks is increased by two. So this is going to be a difficulty five roll. I'm going to spend threat to give my. I'm going to purchase two extra dice as Sila tries to get her ship back in working order. Here we go. Uh, I roll a one, a three, a thirteen, and the last three. fourteen, so four to five. Yep, that's gonna be enough to remove a single breach. They are still completely baked, though. <laughs> um that's gonna be her whole action. The Tamel is actions now is at hand. Uh the Tamel is gonna has, have, has closed within medium range of the Ross, and she's gonna open fire. Oh, actually on the Imperius's turn i forgot about this two four six eight the ross is going to take damage uh oh so one two three four five six seven y'all are on fire that plasma torpedo that impacted against the ross lit the ross's hull up on plasma fire and it so plasma torpedoes do base damage and then they do eight persistent damage
1: it was the torpedoes.
0: Yeah, that's why she opened fired oh. on you with a torp in the very beginning of the match. Dang. Um, well, I'm going to spend. This about in
3: you... my...
1: Yeah.
0: So did I'm you... going to spend threat to have that damage be piercing, and I'm going to go right past Ross's resistances. That's going to eat into my threat pool, though. Yeah. But... Uh, so the Ross is going to take eight points of damage to her. Let's see how much is she going to take. That's, that's gonna breach? be oops, I rolled on the breach table because that's a breach. Yeah. Thankfully it's only one breach, so the other three points don't matter too much. Yeah. Except for the Ross is down now. So let's see. Uh on the breach table, that is going to be I rolled a 10. That's gonna to be to structure again. Mm-hmm. So now you've taken two breaches to the structure. It's oh. gone from impacted, so I've got to roll a D6 now. No to find out if anyone's been injured and oh. I did not roll a challenge. So, um, however, because it's been another impact, I'm gonna roll again on the casualty table for Aux Crew. Okay. Um, no.
1: How many tables do you have, Eric? I, <laughs> no I was tables. the one who was
0: on
4: fire. Or not. Uh, there,
1: there,
0: are, there are injury reports coming in from the lower decks of the ship right now, from that impact. Uh, Come to from, the, from the not from the impact, but just from the the fire of the plasma torpedo. And now I'm gonna shoot at you. <laughs> now the um, Tamel is gonna open fire on the Ross. And I'm gonna spend a point of threat to get that extra die. And plus one difficulty, that's gonna hit you.
3: Okay. okay. We're still at nine shields.
0: All right. That's gonna give me one bonus threat, and I'm going to spend. Two, four, six, eight off. <laughs> the thing is, here's the thing is because the Ross's resistance is so high, I have to spend four threat every time I want to go ignore your resistance. Yeah, a lot of that is a lot of threat to be spending every time I hit you. So I'm only going to spend two this time. So the Ross is going to have a four, a four resistance, Man, that a blade of armor. Yeah, right. Um, that's the reason I was free. so on you about
4: it for yeah. so long. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so two. Okay, so the damage on this, it's a disruptor. So two, six, eight, six, eight, 10. And I am going to. Uh, I've already got that. So I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so two, four, six, eight, ten. All right, so I'm rolling ten dice. From oof, is that? Do they have? It does have vicious. No. Yep. Uh, uh, but b- 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 uh, let's see. I rolled two, four, six effects, and two damage. So that's one, two, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 damage. Wow, that's and I'm going to spend a point. Going. I'm going to spend one point of threat to add an an additional point of stress inflicted to round it out to 15 which means three breaches if you can't if you can't absorb this okay but you absorb let's see you absorb four of that though yes so 15 so 11 so 11 that breaks this you're gonna take two breaches from this
3: but 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 wait so hold Hmm. on because
0: that was what was the total damage Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen total, and then I spent a point of threat to round it out to fifteen. To fifteen to okay, add the stress. And then, so fifteen total. So the then you subtracted four, four, so it brings 11, down to eleven. And, and every then we have five the shields left. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, so that brings it down to two when we have no shields. Okay, so your shields drop. Yeah. Okay. Cool. In which case? <sighs> Careful, Eric. Um. In which case? Um that's gonna Is it repeatable? You know what? I'm gonna do it.
3: Oh
0: I'm gonna spend five threat. I'm sorry. And add five more points of damage to the hit so that you still get a breach.
1: Why do you hate us so much? Said, hey, okay, this Eric said, JK, is trying to kill <laughs> us. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get it, Eric. You roll. want the campaign to be over. We <laughs> get it. You don't
0: have to blow up the ship. <laughs> you don't have to total party kill us. And, so another see. breach. I'm going to roll. I roll a D10 and I roll an 11, which is the structure again. So Damn. now you've gone from impacted to damaged. So. Uh, Fires and or minor hull breaches force areas to evacuate and be sealed off. Increase the complication range of all engineering and repair tasks by two. Reduce the ship's resistance by one, and the difficulty uh-huh. repair goes up to three. So what happens aboard the Ross as this warbird strikes into the hull is the entire Ross just... you Exio, you were like slapped up against the back of your chair as the impact from that second Warbird shot comes right across and scorches across the bottom of the hull. You can hear the impact. And down in engineering tech, you can hear the alarms going off that decks are being sealed off. As you hear the alerts, all this steam gets as the uh, plasma exhaust ports begin to uh, to vent out into the main engineering space in order to maintain integrity, um, you hear Prawl go, "That one hurt!" as the sh- as the bridge like rattles violently, um, and that's going to be their action. But if it makes y'all feel better, I'm down to one threat.
2: Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I would like to do a rally, please. I think it's um, time for a rally. I don't know how you feel about that, Sam, but I feel it's like going to be the Kuvat's turn now. After we do, when we get to our turn, yeah, we haven't gone it's all the gonna, way around us, uh, which we have to do. Still it's going to be
0: the Kavat's turn. Yes, the Kavat has been very pleased with what it saw the Ross do, <laughs> and uh, he's going to spend his action to open fire this time with disruptors, uh, and this time the Kavat is going to. I mean, you can only imagine, so that on the bridge of the IKS Kavat, the Vorcha-class ship, is this captain is laughing and saluting the Ross as you guys basically give uh, uh, Sila a new piercing. (laughs) And he is going to open fire.
5: He certainly spent enough momentum to that point.
0: Man, I am rolling vicious against my own ships. (laughs) Uh, So that is definitely going to hit. Uh, How much damage is this going to do? Because this is a disruptor bank. This is going to do... 10 damage Two, four, six, eight, ten 4 6 8 10 against a bird of a warbird with no shields. Mm. Uh, Ouch so, time.
5: So, remind me they were the one that would have had a skip turn, right? The Imperius?
0: The Imperius did skip its turn. It didn't get a turn this round.
5: No, they tried to repair a breach.
0: Oh, they did. They did do that. You're right. They so wouldn't be able to. Do still that. They still have four breaches. Thank you, Sam. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. They Good did not, catch. they could not have report. They could not have repaired that.
1: Good catch, is, Sam.
0: So two, four, five, oh, six, six more Romulans dead. And that's your fault.
5: <laughs> it's all on Vosk. I just
0: scored 12 <laughs> points of damage against the Imperius. I can uh, wow, that's going to be, that's <laughs> going to be two. Let's see. Uh, it's resistance is okay. So six. So it's still going to get it. It's still going to get another breach.
1: So many holes, there's more holes than ship here. It's going to get another
0: they breach.
5: They're growing too big for their breaches.
0: <laughs> no. Um and thank you for yeah. watching
1: everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> you know,
0: you know the uh the Tamel wasn't really nervous when it closed in and went for a belly shot on the Ross, but after seeing this latest attack by the Klingons on top of what the Ross has done uh to the Imperius there might be a morale issue taking place on the Tamel. What's happening on the Imperius you can only imagine. Uh, and that is going to be, let's see... Uh, yeah, it's still damaged. It's still damaged. Big ship, scale 6. So it's still in the fight. <laughs> it's still in the fight. Um, however, at the end of the round, I need LeCat to roll Sensor Science. And... At that point, too. Uh, well, let's let's find out what LeCat's role is first. Oh, you're muted.
5: LeCat scan. Let's go, hi friends. The so role sensor science, and the Ross is going
0: to assist. This is not considered a combat action. This is something that's happening in combat.
1: Okay, uh, I have dried up. We have momentum. Take one. We have. Th- yeah, yeah, I'm going to take a momentum. I think for.
0: This and though. a two, I
3: believe.
2: Three.
5: Yeah, because we didn't need the one for piercing because of the oh, right, right. okay,
4: so one, two, three, four
3: successes. Ooh. No,
2: no help from the Ross. It's okay,
0: she's working hard. Four successes. <laughs> um, okay, that's at a difficulty zero because you removed the trait that made it difficulty one. So, generate four momentum. Yeah, Ross detects warping into this in, and into the scene as the catechus.
1: I mean, uh, as
0: expected, this huge tarantula class uh, this ship from the future <laughs> that the Tholians have brought to the present appears. I want to stress again, the size of this vessel is one scale larger than the Ross. So when she comes in, she makes a splash. Everyone sees her on sensors as she warps into the system. And again, the Ketakis is terrifying looking. You see this it looks like three shards of like iridescent sort of like sort of like beetle-scaled bluish hues across these like spikes that lance out in front of the ship and this bizarre rotating energetic net that just spins around the base of the body and it holds position, does not engage the Ross Um, and it holds its position where it is, doesn't do anything but uh, you see it come up on the tactical display and that's gonna bring things back around to the Ross. It's y'all's action.
3: Captain, this is engineering. We don't have any more power for shields, uh, and we're on fire.
5: (laughs) Fix fires first. Hi. See if maybe you could help with the shields when the time comes, Blip.
6: On it, Captain.
0: Okay, so what's Uh, your action?
6: I would like to use my action to assist engineering and making our ship uh, less on fire. Maybe
5: we want to do one of breach, uh, engineering versus the breach, and then you could maybe because you're you're a commander, you can also use the direct action. Oh yeah, sure.
0: That's true. Can you do absolutely the breaches have it.
5: first, and then the shields. Hmm. Yeah, breaches first.
3: So yeah, I that makes the, the shields easier. The damage control task. Uh, mm-hmm. so That's we'll correct. Take a, yeah. One breach, and I'm going to be doing a presence engineering. Role for it
5: and it's at increased difficulty because of the hit that we took
3: oh uh mm-hmm. is a could i have an assist as a minor action from you're X- getting an no. assist from XEO. Okay. okay yeah
6: and that's my full that's a not a minor action
3: oh i see yeah
0: no. um i'm gonna spend one moment or am i doing a direct
3: uh,
6: uh we're gonna mean- call it a
0: minor action i'm gonna call it a here normally it's a it's a full task so yeah. we're going to give it to you as a minor action right now. There's a break in combat, so I'm just going to let this be a thing that that functions as a minor action. Go ahead, Xander, make your roll.
3: Yeah, I spent one for cautious engineering.
0: Okay, and then Exio. Okay, so that is... Exio, uh, this would be a... Uh, X, uh, yeah, I'm going to say a presence command roll for you. Yeah. Oh, focus in containment fields. That's what I'm doing. Then you have, then you have a discipline in this. You can we use a focus. Yes. Okay. Holy shit! It finally came into right. So that is yeah.
3: three crits. So six
0: successes. Two. So while you guys are in the middle, so Xander, Tech puts on his face masks. Yeah, going into Y'all are going into room. Y'all are going into rooms that have been exposed to vacuum. Mm-hmm. So as y'all are entering in these these containment fields, easy peasy. The moment the door opens, one of the ox crew goes, ah! and starts to get sucked out into the vacuum as the containment field and Exio catches them and holds them hovering in the air before the containment field activates. Exio is on the other side of the containment field. She's standing in the vacuum as she is holding. It is terrifying to see the Ross's room just peeled open and you can see the vacuum of space, but Exio stands there just holding this ox crew member We'll get you in. We'll get you back in. <laughs> Exio's arms are literally penetrating this uh, this force field as she's just holding this crew member. The Ox crew says, um, "Thank you, Commander." Of
6: course. Get back to your <laughs> station.
0: I, I, I Commander. Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> and kind of <laughs> skips out of the room as quickly as possible. Um, How much
6: momentum was that?
0: That, yeah, how much oh. momentum is that? A lot. We rolled on
6: nine
1: successes.
5: Right. And then the difficulty was, I know, plus two, but I don't know the base difficulty for that. Damage it was a
3: zero passing. difficulty base. So it was, okay, two so it was, we had
5: seven momentum. Um, so we so put, put then one back in the five pool. To six. Yep. So that we gives us six spillover floating. that we can try to figure out how to put towards something. I. Um, let's see. Restoring shields is itself a zero difficulty, so it wouldn't really help us much in that regard. Are there any? We can any...
3: restore two points of shield for every one momentum spent.
5: But because this wasn't a shield oh, task, you're right. we can't put it into that at this moment. That's right. If, is there um, any way
6: we can re- uh, f- reduce the breaches? Reduce the breach damage since we are at damaged
0: from three oh, structure yeah. hits. To, go down to the level. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can drop a level back down to impacted.
1: Ooh, yes, do that you basically, part.
0: You basically put out the fires. You yeah. remove the complication yeah. range. Yeah. So and the that was the first field. thing we're doing. Yeah.
6: Exactly.
5: You,
0: you can totally do it. Good. Okay, so like, really, really valuable round for you guys. What's up, Tech? For flavor, so
3: after that whole incident happened, Tech just turns around to Exio and is like, you're so valuable to the ship. And he sort of hits a few buttons on a console on the wall panel and all of a sudden all of the hollow emitters that were installed around the ship get activated with like extinguisher EXE programs. So (laughs) it's just like, there's Exio with like an extinguisher putting out fire after fire. Just like
6: a bunch of Exio An
0: army of Exios putting out the fires. Like base Uh, AI holodeck level, but yeah. and, Yeah. yeah,
6: and, And Exio's just like walking around in
3: the and you
0: open
6: hear it. space, just like monitoring her exio. Ex- the exio turns and
0: looks at you, exio, and goes, You're welcome. Yeah. Now I'll report back to your station and goes back to turning, putting out the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tech runs out of the room. <laughs> um, all right. That was a really valuable round for the Ross. You guys managed to remove one of the breaches in a desperate damage control action. And you managed to bring yourselves back from damage to impacted. Um, Aki, Olin begins to feel Tholians reaching out to you. Which, by the way, Tholians are not known for having psychic power, but you can feel an intention there. And at the same moment that that's happening, uh, Look you sense you can see that there are energy pulses emanating from the Tholian ship towards the particle fountain.
3: Does the pulse match
0: the
6: particle Yeah, fountain? yeah, does
3: the, do it the is.
0: What it looks it looks uh go ahead and make a reason science check and add your sensors here. Um by the way, as this is happening, I want to just say that Sick Bay right now is being flooded. Um I right figured. now. There are 25 injured Ox crew members and six fatalities from the combat.
1: Oh no. Um,
0: um, there is a lot of damage being done to the lower deck. Uh, what did you roll, Ravity? I
4: rolled
0: a two and a 20. Oh shit, you got a complication.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you, do you, the Ross. oh, you didn't take a die for caution. You didn't take a die for momentum, did you, for Cautious? I did not. I'm no! Gonna, I'm
0: gonna reward myself that threat. And, and bank unfortunately cuz I need to off. bank it I'm out wait, of breath.
4: Actually give me a second. That was the censor's role, right? Yeah. Okay, great, because I have technical expertise. You Whenever do. you attempt a task, assisted by the ship's computer sensors, you may reroll 1d20. That's right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: threat. Yeah, right. I, thought, thought, I, I thought I got some threat back. Oh, well.
4: You were definitely assisted. Oh, the no. Of no help.
0: No. Oh, Did you roll another 20?
4: No, I rolled an 18. Oh, we're, we're, fine. The we're
0: fine. You, but yeah, you didn't give me back right. threat, so you still win that. Okay, um,
4: well, this die is banished
0: still forever. Cat, the... Energy pulses that are being given off by the ketakis seem to correspond and match with what's going on from the particle fountain mm-hmm. and it seems like the particle fountain is responding like it's Ooh. its pulses echoing the ketakis like if the if the if the if the particle fountain's pulses were like somebody like beating a drum as the ketakis showed up and started playing its own tune the particle fountain started to match the tune
4: is this what's causing the growth um
0: uh, you can spend a point of momentum to find out.
4: Yeah, I would love to. Um,
0: have plenty. Okay. I have so you immediately, question. as you're 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 really having trouble focusing through the pain right now. Oh, yeah. And as you enter some of the commands, you're seeing all of this. A break in combat. You scan quickly to find out what's going on, and you see that the particle fountain has begun to shrink noticeably. Not only is it shrinking, there is something emerging. And that is where we have to stop tonight.
1: No! Oh <laughs> no. my God. No one is allowed to give birth around here I'm but the so doctor. going like to give birth.
0: <laughs> In the middle my of My question combat. was
2: literally going to oh. be what do I sense happening at the particle fountain? Yep. Because mm-hmm. that.
0: <laughs> Next Monday is our final episode of Clear Skies, it will be <sighs> both a wrap up of this encounter and the epilogue um what a wild ride it's been uh it's it been it's been unique and wonderful experience and i'm excited to tell this last chapter of the story next monday night um this is the first time in star trek adventures i've bloodied y'all's nose Ooh, yeah first we felt time. that i've never i have never done damage to you like this before in in star trek adventures this never happened to the Sally Ride.
1: Flesh
4: wound.
0: Yep, I've never breached. I've never. I've never gotten past impacted. I <laughs> kept cool as a cucumber.
3: You couldn't <laughs> tell.
0: Engineering. Yeah, but y'all three,
6: a, four rounds of tech. Ah, <laughs> Just
2: all yeah. the screaming from
0: Napoleon. Yeah, and here's the wild part, y'all. We're not even done with the first round of combat.
1: Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Let's not rub that part in.
0: Yeah. Y'all are on round. Y'all are on. Uh, I'd have to look at the notes, but I think it's round five. So we the first turn of combat is cycle. B- yeah. Which means you technically still have uh, Ravity's badass scan for weakness <laughs> up, even right. though you can't shoot again. But um, um, yeah. I haven't uh,
6: taken an action yet.
0: That's oh, yeah. True. Yeah. That's true. Heather
1: has
6: MacKrell.
0: Yeah. That's all very true. Um, We'll see what happens. Uh, please, Oxcrew, join us next Monday for our send off to Clear Skies as we conclude this story. Um, we find out what's emerging from the particle fountain and the ultimate fate of the USS Ross. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We will see you then. Until then, Alien Frequencies are closed.